Are we live now? Live and direct. We're back. Oh, my God. What was your excuse you had? This is a result, specifically a result of the uh, broadcasting globally. It's a global intercommunication. <laughs> Mitch stepped on the power strip and shut off all of our equipment. Not all of it. That was terrible. <laughs> it was bad. It was like yeah. a complete yeah. and utter. It was like running in the middle of a marathon and then just getting tripped up by some guy. Giant power cord filled with <laughs> electrical equipment. <laughs> no, but you know what was really funny is it happened right at the segment break. So it's an excellent segue to Sorry about that, shout guys. out. Shout to out to Way to Grow. Shout out to Way to Grow. Way to Grow. Our Actually, favorite grow store in Colorado. Definitely. Definitely. Now they got the triple double sale. I sent my friend down for an oven yesterday, so I'm hoping he's going to uh, come through with that. Nice. Because he was like not balking at price because he realized they have the best stuff. They have yeah. Cascade Tech there and stuff. So they've got some great gear. And going, speaking of which, this is only at the 1051 shop. Uh, Platte the River, Platte River sale. Which is their shop. Yeah, shop. Yeah. Not sale. Sales, sale everywhere. Sales everywhere. They got seven stores for sales. Yeah. yeah. And coincidentally, my other friend uh, is up in Silverthorne today. So it's just like, boom, go to There's all to sorts of coincidences. But at all of them, they have the triple double sale. Yep. And if you use the Adam Dunn oh, code, dude, you get even better. More off. Double more. What's dude, that? More check off. Check it out. Do you more see, off. Did you see the, did more, you you said the more prices? On, I said more on earlier. Do you see the prices? Smart, no, I haven't seen the new prices. What's up? All right. Three sixty nine for a Phantom. Double ended. Four four forty nine for a PL Light Systems NXT2. And four sixty nine for a Gavita Pro E-Series. <laughs> Why, are you listening to cartoons in the background? No, it's, your, it's your background happy background commercial music. You have happy background commercial music. You didn't know that? It, it's crazy when Evidently. it just happens. When it just happens, you just don't know what's going on. You're I like, know. Can you can a, you turn it to something? Am I a sunny show? Or more hardcore to talk about the Bruce Banner Bowl and Dark Horse Genetics? Yeah, we need more hardcore for that. Thank you. So I, you want to talk I, Bruce Banner Bowl? Can we make the new big announcement? A lot of stuff's going to be happening. A lot of people have been interested yeah. about the ADSI, and that's private, and some people are coming and some people aren't. But what is open to the public is the Banner Bowl. Banner Bowl. 18th of uh, April, so it's like right during the craziness. Yep. It's just a, it was the beginning of the craziness because you got the 19th and the 20th. Which is a Monday this year, so everybody gets to get an extra bonus party day. Yep. But you See, can come in on the 18th on Friday. Start it off. That's, I was just thinking something That's like what that. You said, man. Nice. Hey, you, you heard me. You heard me. Good job. Nice. So start it over like you're an announcer. There you go. That was it. That was my. Is this public domain? It doesn't no. matter if you play on the 30 seconds. It can be whatever we want. Right. Anyway, Bruce Vanderbilt. Bruce Vanderbilt. We're right, going to be doing pop up seat bank the there. If you guys need seeds, you're going to be in town. Come through. We're going to have, because in conjunction, if you're a breeder, you yeah. should know that we're also doing the second semi-annual breeders-only seed swap, officially Adam Dunshow style. Any breeders who listen, contact us, info at adamdunshow.com. And if you want to have see your gear available on Pop-Up Seed Bank, contact us as well. It'll That's be awesome. Same time. You get to hang out and chill with other breeders. Your gear gets made available to the public. Awesome music, awesome people, awesome times. All and brought you by don't have Dark to Horse. Sit you don't have to sit behind your little table and deal with the thing. You just kind of have people up. You, you hang out and get to deal with people. You know, it's a lot more relaxed and, and it's uh, works works for everybody. Yeah, and and uh, everyone swaps up gear, meets people, brings special stuff for the swap. It's going to be a good time, and I think I think we'll talk be talking more about that. Let's also Let's give a shout out to Build the Soil. Yeah, for sure. Another company which I was hyping up hard this whole last couple of weeks because you have to because you just know this guy's killing it. And every time you tell somebody about him, it's always so positive. Great company, great products, 
good service. Yeah, the service is the main thing. That's the thing. It's, it's just all about good service, and that's uh, what keeps people rolling. Because a lot of people don't, you know, and the quality. They, they don't too. know what they're doing exactly, and they, he can just steer you in the right direction. And it's all organic, and it's all awesome. And of course, big shout out to Incredibles. Incredibles, come another. to Colorado if you're going to come. We should get them. We should have some Incredibles edibles at the Bruce Banner Bowl or something. Another come. It's funny too. I sent somebody. Same guy I went to get no the way. oven. He's going right over to Incredibles, and he's buying it. Yes, he is. He's going to no slap way. down. I'm telling you, we're going to check it out. I'm going to make sure it happens. I already it, is it he going to use the Adam Dunn show code everywhere? Everywhere. Well, he's got, I, there's no real code yet for a machine or I don't think. Yet, there's a machine at Incredibles. Yeah, the incredible machine. The extractor. Extractor. Oh, I thought you meant I thought you meant there was a vending machine. <laughs> a vending incredible machine. <laughs> well that would be go that would be awesome also. And if we hook him up with Dark Horse, we can get a whole vending, vending machine, machine at Dark Horse, which yeah. is our other buddy. And yeah. there we go. We got there you go. we're covering all bases. So we're ready to do Sweden now that we're live and direct. Wow, that was a we were a little bit late. Are we on on point? How late are we? Are we doing not that? we're maybe five minutes late. Okay. The chat room is proposing uh battles for us to have. I got uh voted to mud wrestle or something. Mud wrestle. Remo, urban which, grower, which, and Ryan versus Are we talking like real battles or we're talking like wheat battles? Uh it seems to be like some sort of actual physical contest so it's oh, ryan yeah. versus simon from sirius no simon just fell out of a tree dude he got really hurt he's in big <laughs> that's not a fair who proposed that that's not a fair fight no he just literally fell out of a tree no so i know i saw and that and everyone's supporting it. yeah you can't be like fighting out no that. that's no not nice whoever posted that that's not nice that won't he work. fell out of a tree all right it, it sounds ironic. adam dunn versus xerxes <laughs> matt ryan says uh, guys, I hope you guys are using this opportunity to look at the forum down below the chat. Be posting. We got to contact the Swedes. Do it. They're friends of ours. We can't. They contact no. us. Oh, well. Do they know this? They know I this. don't know. I mean, we told them, but I don't know. All right. Well, well, I can message them directly. Hold message on. Message directly. Tell them we're ready to roll. I'll see if I got. Do we do our Swede joke right off the bat, or what do we do? We have. A Go ahead. Do it. We love it. I mean, we, what's I can't contact them. The fact that they, the fact that they have contact? weed in the name. It's, it's the only country. With it's the only country the within it. Well, it's it's not quite in there. It's it's pronounced in there. Yeah, but it's the only one where you, phonetically. Phonetically, you would throw. You can't th- everybody say says weed. Everyone says weed say all Sweden. day long. You, you can't say, say Sweden without saying weed. Yeah, you can't say Sweden without saying weed. It should be their oh, tagline. Is that is all we got? Is that Nelly? Total of 1,600. Oh, there we go. Nice. Hello there. So you got the volume on this thing going here? Are we? Uh, I, hello, I see her, but I don't hear so good in my headphones. Tell me, is that good? Are we uh, turn your Oh, I ah, did. there you there go. go. <laughs> That's the oldest trick in the book, right there. I think, I think, yeah, yeah. And we have you on screen as well. Can you hear us? Yes. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. We got it Excellent. all lined up. It looks like so. Uh, we've been waiting for a couple of weeks because we knew that we had to uh, get this all together, and it was actually kind of perfect timing because all over the world is the million marijuana march do they do do they do one there and i guess intro yourself for us first of all because we have to uh <coughs> give th- tell the world who we're talking with okay so we have everybody on lassie bam oh nice okay so we're top and bottom of uh sweden who's on the top and who's on the bottom i guess this is kind of a funny question but <laughs> <laughs> i really don't know because we're on the left and right so uh well, I'm uh, Nelly Matilda Fredlund, or, and um, I'm uh, the head of uh, Cannabis Arana in Sweden, which is a uh, legalization organization, uh, the only active one. Um. So the the only active legalization 
organization in Sweden. Uh, there's no no other organization doing anything at the moment. So. Right, right. It's, it's us. <laughs> so, so what's it like over there for those of us who have have never traveled there and and aren't familiar with the laws? Um, it's it's not very good. Um, uh, you're not allowed to even have a the drug in your body. Um, so. Uh, people don't talk about uh, if they're using or uh, so. Uh, we really don't know uh, how many users we have in Sweden because people are afraid to even uh, speak their opinion about legalization. Um, so um, for us, it's uh, it's quite a hard uh, work uh, to even find the people to find our friends. <laughs> uh, What's that? So are there some are there some ways that that you'd use to find to communicate with people and to sort of keep the the, the culture and the movement alive? No, not really. It's the internet mostly, and um, yeah, you know, you yeah. can't really. We had one one a board member of us. Uh, she actually got fired at first because uh, she was on our board, and she doesn't even do drugs or anything. She's uh, right. She's so clean. Uh, and and they took it back, but but that's that's the reality here. Uh, so it didn't match the, the policies about being a drug user, and they automatically uh, made uh, <laughs> opinion uh, her opinion that uh, was automatically she's a drug user. So right. Do you, I mean, do you think the problem is is that they they don't really separate the drugs as much? They kind of think. Cannabis is heroin, and heroin is cannabis, and it's all kind of leading to the same end zone. Or is that is, you know? Because I know, you know, I, with C- with Cece, my wife and I, you know, we've always had this like uh, thing about me being really anti-Swedish, but I'm not really anti-Swedish. I just always had this idea that well, I can't go there because if they if they know you smoke weed or you smell like weed or something, you can get thrown into like you know uh, some sort of a situation where you have to go and take some sort of classes or some even if you're just smelling a weed and you know that's what people told me so i was like well definitely not going there you know what i mean so i was i always had this kind of negative idea like you could just get grabbed out of a bar for instance if you smelled like weed and then they could just take you and arrest you and say you're an addict or something is that really true or was that ever at one time true uh, well, kind of, because um, uh, the police is allowed to uh, drug test you uh, if they suspect you of doing drugs. So if you smell like weed or um, have red eyes or seem tired at the wrong point in time, <laughs> they could uh, take you in and, and uh, uh, make you uh, take the tests, uh, blood tests. Right, they make you do the full-on blood test. And, and if you take the blood test and you're found to have cannabis or cannabis metabolites in your system, then what happens then? You will get a fine most of the time, but the, the reason that they're allowed to, to even force you to the drug test is, is um, that they enforce the um, prison time uh, uh, for your personal use uh, so that they were allowed, because our constitution constitution says uh, that uh, the state is, uh, or the government isn't allowed to take your bodily fluids if you haven't committed a serious crime or or is suspected to of, of, of committing a crime uh, so they made the, they made it into a, a, a serious crime to be able to drug test people to to uh, 
uh, you use that evidence to save, to save people <laughs> and then that didn't work out uh, very good for us and and uh, was that the uh, hash psychosis that they kind of came up with at one point and sort of yeah which is you know it's, yeah. which is uh, we were asked we were asked to ask you if that even exists outside Sweden because we haven't I've heard. No, I've no. never heard the term. I can tell you that. No. To Adam, what is hash psychosis? It sounds well, awesome. It's it's basically <laughs> it's, it's basically like you're in a, you know you have you're addicted to cannabis and you need it and you're you know you 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 become and the thing about it is that that made me sort of uh, see the irony in it was that by creating that disease they created a whole new segment of of people who could get social you know what i mean which before they couldn't get social and now they're in some sort of a great because in holland it was like you were in a better position if you were a junkie than if you were a hard-working person because, because you got some sort of social security benefits you, you got money for nothing welfare, and yeah. you didn't have to you had all day to do spend it and you made like maybe 30 percent less than the guy that worked his ass off all week long you know what i mean so i was like these guys are making a fortune you know so i'm sure that a lot of people would abuse the system if they could because now they're hash dependent and if they can get away with you know not getting in jail they could probably get a free house out of it i think <laughs> they're real smart you know what i mean there might be ways around the system i think well ha they also the hash psychosis thing is uh is mostly that you oh, with if you only take one drag you you would get like schizophrenic mostly uh and, and uh be crazy the rest of your life that's kind of I think and, it, on, and also that if you smoke once and and uh, then uh, a few months later you can the, the, it, it it's trapped in your fat and then like a month later it releases and you get a flashback and and this is people in general believes that this is yeah, we, we all wished that that really worked like that because you know, <laughs> yeah. it was like it's all everyone's all like, really? That would be awesome well, that if you could like happen take LSD, a hit now right? and like, that's that is they can get stuck on your spinal fluid no, and things like that. No, that no, 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 no. That's myth. It's it's that's more really. it's a combination of the acid myth mixed in with you know a cannabis myth, kind of all mixed into one giant like sort of like hey concoction of of like well you know the flashback idea you know kind of makes sense for people who. Uh, take a lot of acid not people who just take it once usually sometimes though there's people who are very very you know sensitive and they they can only take a tiny amount and they'll probably not do it again but at the end of the day with cannabis we know yes it is stored in fat in a sense but that's not being like it's not active in any kind of way shape or form it's no. like it's 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 pretty much and you burn through that and, and you definitely burn through that and, and there's you know uh as far as and there's no flashbacks, flashbacks no. never no, occurred. You know, there's there's certain not. things that just never happened, and we it's sort of the same as we just talked to the UK cure, uh, and he said that every day they were talking about you know thousands of people that are dying in the UK every day from cannabis, and it just it doesn't ex it's never happened. And the, though in the UK they also talk about how it can trigger schizophrenia. Oh, I mean, they it love sounds it. like but we already know that's not true. I know, no, but it sounds like it's and the schizophrenia the schizophrenia argument is a really good one to sort of counter very easily because the idea of uh, if you look at the amount of schizophrenia in any general population it's about exactly the same it sits at about a half to one percent and it doesn't go higher and even in places where people smoke tons of cannabis it's exactly the same amount so if it was connected to cannabis in any way shape or form the increase in cannabis use worldwide or anywhere in any way shape or form should lead to higher schizophrenia it never does so that argument is like so old and it just basically 
you know, some people just are that way and they need to be released in some way, shape or form. And when they smoke cannabis, when they're 15 years old, it's the first time they ever feel weird. And then they start to hear the voices in their head, et cetera, et cetera. And that's because they already are crazy. You know what I mean? That's the point. They're just figuring it out right around 12 to 15 years old, you know, and cannabis tends to be the thing that triggers it on 1% of the, you know, half to 1% of the population that are like that. So there you go. To make a point Um, about how Sweden is, uh, our our minister of justice thought that people died uh, from a, it was a satire article. uh, From the Onion. I saw that. Yeah. It was from the Onion. She she just didn't know what the Onion was and she read Mm -hmm. it. She quoted it. She quoted it in the morning and tweeted it and it was kind of like, oh yeah, that's, that's hilarious, you know? Well, that's not hilarious for us here. Uh, that, that's that's our truth. Uh, so that's what we're dealing with here, and and uh, that's uh, that's the only uh, truth that's allowed in Sweden. So uh, we work against people with that get a lot of government fundings, and we get nothing because uh, they don't like our opinion. So, so we're well, luckily, luckily, the world is sort of turning in the in the right direction, and you know, you have a lot of real science that you can point to and they have a lot of stuff that's going to be a combination of a really big uh, study uh, for Sweden specifically and and uh, concluded that they were doing wrong and they just ignored it <laughs> so I mean that uh, happened that happened here for the longest time too and it's kind of like I mean uh, it's shocking to me in Sweden though because Sweden like I think so of Sweden is such a yeah progressive oh. in- intellectual educated well read like that's Swedish culture to we'd me. like to think that but uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean it's obviously not true in very many areas yeah well I think you know also there may be a they may be uh, scared to see another you know uh, another addiction because they know that everybody has a friend who knows somebody or part of the family or whatever that is an alcoholic because there's a lot of alcohol uh, based sort of society which you know you have a uh, you know a lot of vodka drinkers a lot of you know we we don't we're here it's like a lot of like kids who go through binge drinking and stuff and then like a lot of people here like to drink beer and drink wine and there's people who drink hard alcohol but it's not quite like a social thing as it is over in 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 you know it seems every 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 culture the north north you get the colder it gets yeah. colder you got more you know hey everybody gets together has a drink and usually there's always one you know it's same 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 deal as a schizophrenia there's always going to be one or two that just you know they love it that's what they do and they go they off can't the, they it. go off the deep end every time and they get into a fight or they do whatever it's just that's patterns that people pick up but maybe they're just afraid that they see because alcohol is really the worst of the worst, if I, if, in my opinion, you know, it's the one that everybody sees the ugliest one, the one that, you know, it's, it is there, it's always there. So maybe they're just afraid that they're they, they're going to see the same thing, but it's actually the exact opposite. They're going to get he- you know happier, healthier people with uh, less fight. I mean, you know, we don't ever see fights at any of our events over here where we have fifty thousand people at an event. And there's not a single fight, you know. I gotta ask, how so, does the how does the Swedish media portray what's going on with cannabis here in Colorado? Even it's um, it's quite uh, most of the times it's it's kind of get uh, angled and lost in translation, and you s- it's the, the little nuances in the language that shows that um, I, the recent one that comes to mind is uh, uh, when uh, Alaska um, legalized for recreational use. In the Swedish article, they put uh, a few air quotes, like recreational use. Like, things like that is very common, I think. 
Interesting. So they're kind of like making fun of it almost. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it seems to be like this consensus that cannabis is bad and whatever happens in the crazy world outside, we don't really care because we know it's best. I don't know. It's... Um, it's very, it's very, it's very weird to be honest. But we're we're working on it. <laughs> yeah, and I think I mean one thing is that the Swedish uh, Swedes travel a lot. You know, they know right. they've seen the world. It's not like people there are isolated and you know don't travel out the world outside the world. There's there's people coming here all the time, and I think you know uh, it shouldn't take long. I, I mean, I would hope it shouldn't take long before people see like you know that places where they said there's going to be high crime like here they they predicted crime rates would rise it actually went down traffic violate you know traffic deaths went down all the things that they kind of predicted were going to go up were the opposite and i'm sure if it trends the same way which it will that it'll be kind of hard to defeat in about three, two, two to three years when because america's going to legalize it you know what i mean that's just the way it's going to be that's, that's the way it's going to be america, it's going there it's going to be legal in america pretty soon and then just like in Amsterdam where they're going in the same direction as where Sweden's at right now where they're just kind of like saying no to to the idea of people uh selling even grow equipment there you're not you know, you're not even allowed to sell grow equipment in Amsterdam as of May as of March 1st you know so maybe Sweden's more progressive if you guys have a couple grow shops there still that are in surviving you know but it's kind of getting to the point where they're getting real desperate and uh you know I hope I hope Everybody kind of balances out, you know. We just we all want to travel everywhere. We don't want to get all scared. We can't travel. We don't. There's just know. some countries that aren't. So, I mean, how repressive is it? Are you, you know, are they looking in people's houses for for cannabis use? Are they? Uh, is it like we, you know, obviously the blood draw thing is is scary, but how as activists do you face repression? Even yeah, I mean, the cops do profiling. I mean, if if I were to put on a shirt with big cannabis sleeves on and go outside in in like a may bigger city in Sweden I would probably get I mean they would probably come out and talk to me and maybe take me down to the station I don't know it's it's not it's not like it happens every time but it's definitely common Nelly how about you and um yeah, and as, as I, I said I, before really they just they just have to like uh, they just have to claim you have red eyes and they can take you in for testing and a lot of people... Poor, poor guys with red eyes. Man, I, I will know, definitely I sell eye drops to Sweden. <laughs> uh, but, but the problem is that they, they different people from people. Uh, I have many times uh, said that I'm a, a user and I use daily. And this, I said it on TV and, and uh, on radio, public uh, service uh, radio and TV. And I also in front of a, a police uh, on, on the radio show and he just shook his head and it looked sad for me uh, wow. uh, so me personally I have nothing but uh, as I said uh, a few people at our board uh, for our organization's board uh, got fired uh, because of being active and right. not even doing drugs but you know it didn't suit. So, so, uh, and and the the biggest problem is that that people don't understand that. Yes, you get a fine, and and that's that's your punishment. But the punishment doesn't end uh, at the fine, because if your employer gets a hold of of what's happened, and if you you can even lose your driver's license for nothing, you can be walking down the street and 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 
you know, have cannabis in your system and haven't even been driving and they can take your license because you you broke the law. <laughs> right, and you right, might right, be right. driving some someday with drugs in your system. I don't really know. And if you lose your license, maybe you lose your job or maybe social, social services get a hold of, of the information and you lose your kids. And, and, and it's horrible for some people. You sure. know, they, they lose their whole life because they choose to use a drug that better than the one that the government is providing for sure and, and, and you know it's it, maybe it'll be reclassified one day and then people will sort of say like it's an herb you know what i mean it's just a, it's another herb in the you know the garden there that we, 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 use properly. We, we have sativix and we have marinol and and uh and um the ones deciding what what uh, uh, medication is to i can't really don't know the word <laughs> Like medicine, yes. <laughs> um, anyway, food and health organization. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, they didn't uh, um, um, accept a license a prescri- prescription for bedrocon. Right. Uh, okay, because it was real cannabis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and for no reason because <laughs> they said there was no not enough scientific evidence that it would work right which is like one of the <laughs> crazy things when you when people say that you're like really there's like so much but science. at the same time we still i mean our our official like but our fda says stuff. the same thing i know but, I mean, that's and, a, but anyway it's in our country that it's working it's a ridiculous it, idea it, the stance is always very uh, yeah, crazy here here we have the same problem it's like america's a big place it's like you know it's working here in colorado it's, it's starting to work in other places um but there's resistance everywhere, you know, and even here in D.C., it's gone legal in our, you know, in the capital. Uh, they have nowhere to buy it. You know, it's, just, it's kind of in a weird zone, you know. And so we'll I mean, are there any cracks uh, you think like any bills or, or like yeah, are you seeing progress? Even any in kind of things people? like that where you think that beyond just you guys and or it's small organizations that there's anybody like maybe going to stand up for you guys or bring it to the, uh, bring it to the table? Uh, the the problem is as as we've been talking about that people don't have the knowledge about who who is using uh, and and uh, uh, at all know anything about cannabis and, and and what we go through every day. So we're starting a project called uh, Four Twenty Voices. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, it's a way for people to anonymously um, uh, tell uh, everybody about their uh, everyday life or uh, a special experience with cannabis or uh, good, bad, we we don't care. Uh, we just want to portray the truth um, so that everybody can read and uh, and see. And we, we think we need that because We need today, to show that we, we it's just regular people that use cannabis it's just it's not just yankees and what have you you know it's everyday people who with works with children with families and um, that's never that that's that's not the picture of it in sweden so we want to raise that yeah no issue. Hope, let's hope so let's hope so and i mean it's weird though because you know at the for the longest time you always had holland to sort of point to and say look it's working for them you know the numbers make sense and you know the same sort of mentality there as what you talked about because everything is so connected like when you have a 
when you have a house in Amsterdam, it, you're, you know, it's the most important thing to keep that house. And if you people used to grow weed and it was always kind of, you know, never a problem. And now it's such a problem that nobody's, you know, nobody wants to take that risk because you lose the house and then you're out on the you're out of your social, you're out of this, you're out of that. And everybody tried to work within this social system. And I mean, it's not that either one of them work better here. You get lots of people, homeless people. <laughs> There's lots of stuff that, you know, you're like, well, these people should be taken care of. Um, but with the cannabis being taken out of context, I think over there. It like it be. becomes something that you could get kicked out of society for pretty yeah, much, Yeah, you right? pretty much get into the, you, you take such a high risk and it's, Again, that's one of the things I tell people about cannabis. It's like a church for us, even though we're not really in church. But it is like the weird thing that we all do our sacrament. We all do it all the time. We know it's, for the longest time, been illegal and as illegal as it is maybe in Sweden right now for us in many times and places. But it's changing here. So, I mean, it's like I, I hope, you ever have a chance to come over here or get a chance to go somewhere else that's a bit more relaxed and not have to be home all the time and, and i gotta wonder if the cops like just wait on the plane coming back from amsterdam or colorado and just like pull people and test their blood this is not uh, it's not that extreme yet i hope right uh, i have heard stories about people getting caught at the border but i don't know how often that happens here where i live we can go to denmark pretty quickly and here at the border we have um <clears throat> in denmark we have a christiania which is yeah. um uh, o- open hash market kind of thing. Yeah, kind of, and and uh, and we have Swedish police uh, in Kristiania uh, spying on people and following them and uh, stopping them at the border. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, and and being proud of it, uh, we read some article about, uh, or if it was Facebook, uh, but it was the police, and and they were like. Uh, uh, proud to have caught, like I think it was three seventeen-year-old boys who had been to Christiania and uh, smoked, and then went back to Sweden. Yeah, right. done, you know, yeah, they've been teenagers, and and the police was so proud, and they were showing, and they were like humiliating them online, and, and that's 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 kind of what we we were facing here. <laughs> uh, there was this police cadet, cadet that didn't even understand that that there were something good with drugs. He didn't understand why people started doing drugs. Why Why do people start doing drugs? Uh, it's it's only bad. And we're like, no, it's not. And and he he just realized it when, when this old addict told him that it was good at, at the beginning. And he was like, oh, okay. Uh, the only thing bad so is the law. That's, that's, that's what we always say. We always so, say that. So we have about one minute left, and i got to ask, so with all this repression, how's the weed in Sweden? Is it not very good? Well, yeah, it is. If, if, you, if you live where I live, it's, it's good because we have Denmark, <laughs> and we have a, a, a sun. <laughs> every, every day of the year we have sun, and uh, Jens doesn't. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, yeah, Jens, you got the short end. summer we have... Um, during the summer, we have like, um, I mean, the mid midwinter sun, so it's sun twenty four seven. Right. And I fi- I think there's a few months where it's twelve twelve. Um, so I mean, you could grow hair too, I guess. But uh, most of it uh, that I get up here is like from somewhere else. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, you could do some it, darkening. It's, 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 it's varying in quality. Yeah, you Varying, guys. They they probably just get. If you have twenty four hours of sun, though, you could do some great uh, shade darkening style I stuff. I feel like it's probably not worth it. What's the penalty for growing? <laughs> I'm ready to come out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't grow, but 
Obviously people do, yeah. I have to say, we have uh, two parties, uh, political parties in Sweden, uh, uh, which actually want to decriminalize, uh, decriminalize the use uh, of all drugs. So, the pirate party on the left. The pirate party they, is like, like a real deal, like actually has an influence. Is, or is it a parliamentary system? Is that why smaller parties can still have an influence? Like, here our third parties don't, don't really mean anything. It's sort of like... Uh, well, they, uh, they can join up. They can actually join up and turn into coalitions. They, so they can't. Like, yeah, they it's like a parliament more, system. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, you need four four yeah. percent to get into the government, um, and below that, below that, you don't get to say, have any say in anything. But I, I guess you can do a coalition or and stuff. But uh, the pirate party has said uh, the pirate party did get into the European Union Parliament. A few years ago, and that's they—they they are quite big, but they never—they don't have really the big numbers to change yet. No, no, they—they—they uh, they, um, they, uh, used to be bigger, <laughs> and uh, but but they're coming back, I think, and I think they're just trying to find themselves. They're they're pretty young uh, party, and uh, next year they will turn tw- uh, ten years. So uh, I think that will be some kind of a turning point for for them to to actually do something about um, other things than in just internet. And uh, they've been talking more about the the, the narcotic, narcotic politics and, uh, and so. Let's. We're hoping. Let's we're hope hoping. so. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah. And and what is the how's the response among you know. Just the average citizens, you know, are they starting to to see things and travel and and does the average citizen think that the prohibition is ridiculous and the repression is ridiculous, or are they still sort of buying the reefer madness? It's it's different. I mean, there's those that definitely buy into the reefer madness, um, but there's there's also those who really believe that things have to change, and then there's those who. Like yeah, I guess it's bad. I guess we could change this, but they don't really care that much because it doesn't affect them. So it's it's quite different. And and also many people don't don't even dare to talk about this because the stigma and so on. So it's really hard to appreciate how many believe in this mm-hmm. system. Well, or well, let's hope that the worldwide sort of change of attitude maybe just sort of you know finally just. Envelops I, I can see it's a big difference between where I live and where 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 Jens lives, because I live in the south of Sweden, where where uh, we smoke more and it's uh, more open, and it, and we're close to Denmark, and and it's an, another uh, attitude uh, here, and and probably more open-minded people here right. than. Uh, well, maybe it'll sw- no, start just, where you are and it'll work its way yeah. up, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then Jens will finally be able to relax. Put on giant weed leaf shirts and <laughs> run around. No, I'll be all right. Well, that actually happened, and that's sad because you know people should be able to wear whatever they want to, but we can't, and, and we can't talk about what we want. We have freedom of speech, but we can't. If we say the wrong thing, we we still get some kind of punishment because, well, you had the wrong idea, and you know. So. so, so do you? Do you guys face? I mean, retribution. For being on the show in any way for being on the show today i mean you're on the internet there's people listening it's going to be out there is that are you taking any risk right just being on the show or do you feel that there there is some um... 
me personally, I don't really think it's a, a risk for me because uh, I'm I'm already open as I mean I'm as open as I could be really, apart from taking pictures and posting on Facebook where I'm actually smoking. Um, so yeah, but if, if I had another job, if I had another job with another employee, it could definitely be a risk. Yeah, or just try to, yeah, to try to go get a new job, or to try to because right. they'll be scouring, yeah. looking for something. And yeah, I mean, it's sad that we're at that I stage. Guess but the government, so I, I, they and they can't, they can't uh, do anything. Uh, I think I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know, and I don't care anymore because because I've been oppressed so long. It's me part. So this is why I do it, and I really want to stay in my own country. I don't have want to. Want to leave for to go anymore? Colorado, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you're welcome to come out to Colorado anytime for sure. Are you, are, are you guys? And are you guys? It's not too cold for you. That's no. For sure. you, you guys can hang. You'll be, you'll be fine. You'll be are like, you yeah. seeing more support for your uh, for your cause as as sort of things are becoming more mainstream around the world? Definitely. Yeah. A, a year ago, yeah. when we started, there was lo- much less talk about all this and. Um, and now we have like 2,000 likes on Facebook. And if people actually dare to press that like button, we would have maybe 20,000 or something. Because uh, I meet people randomly that knows about us, and they haven't, they can't really show support or anything because they are afraid. But the the, the climate is definitely changing for the better. Yeah, and we're getting more members every. A month, n- new members, and we need our members to to be anything. So, um, yeah, we're, we're and hoping. I mean, and Sweden's heavily integrated too. So it's kind of like it depends on what different. Get, you're getting a lot of different people from. Are you getting a different broad spectrum of people? Or are you getting kind of certain types, or is it like kind of? Are you feeling because there's uh, there's a lot of different types of people in Sweden I, more than people I feel like even understand. I feel like it's all kinds of people. Yeah, uh, pretty. Pretty pretty much all ages, at least. Um, maybe more men, but that's our problem. You know. That's our big problem over <laughs> here too. It's like, come on, where's all the girls? Where's all the ladies at? Uh, yeah. yeah, well, they, they have they have different things to care about. Uh, no, but but the thing is, I, I know a lot of uh, uh, females um, who can't at all involve themselves because they are uh, they have their kids and, and no one else to. To, uh, right, they uh, take care of the kids, so, so they, they they can't even they, they can't risk a membership because they could take their kids. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's yeah, and that's sort of the the fundamental goes with women in, in sort of every culture. Uh, and mm. and we we discussed that uh, when we did our gender and cannabis at one of our lost episodes, gender and cannabis. It's what the what the research was talking about how women always report less because and and can't be active and can't be very visible they'll often use as much or more than men um because they fear getting their kids taken away well i do know uh, i know stoner chicks but i know they have things that they have to take care of and and can't be affected by by what they do Mm -hmm. in their own home (laughs) so yeah i know they're out there and and i hope one day that uh, they will uh, join us. <laughs> Is she ready? 
Well, we want to thank you guys for coming on and joining us. Can we can we tell uh, people how to get in touch with you? Uh, if we do have some people from Sweden in the chat room listening in, I don't know if they're looking to get involved. Maybe. Yes. Um. Man. Yeah. For Swedish pe- people, I can say that Green uh, Canalisana.se. And uh, you want me to like. Um, uh, put a link somewhere uh, for... Yeah, actually, if you go on there's a forum, uh, and you can put it right in there. Or you can just message it to us in Skype, and we'll post it right to the forum. We can do it right there. Um, But, yeah, you can just... uh, Again, we're going to post it, so uh, whatever you want to say in English or Swedish for the Swedish listeners. Thank you. For listening. You're in Kanalisörer now. God damn it. Bli medlemmar, vi behöver er. Allihopa, det kostar inte mycket. Vi kan göra mycket mer. Tack. Thank you. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you, guys. That was cool. It's cool. I mean, it's cool to get the slice from it's all cool. over it's the scary. world. It's cool. It's scary to hear the, the, scary, the, the, right? the, the backwards thinking, though, of the sort of like, come on, it's guys. drugs. It's, you know, it's like, and then, and then the story is how they mix up all the drugs. Like, come on, guys. No, you can't get, you know, you don't get flashbacks. And you don't get, there's just things that drugs people just. Drugs drugs to some cultures. I know. And they just, you know, wish they get their story straight. I know, but It's real Sorry. simple. You get, you get so offended. Well, just, yeah, it sucks because, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd hate to believe that everything's true. And then you're like, it's really true. You could just get taken away for some, because basically my friend told me that he, he, he got taken in because he walked into a bar and he went out, smoked a joint, walked back in the bar and the guy said, you smell like weed. And he's like, no, I don't. And they're like, and then he just went and like went on his way and took his drink and walked away. And then five minutes later, he said the cops rolled in and grabbed him and took him away. I was like, what? I was like, I'm not going then. You know what I mean? And that's that's just, you know, that was when I was living in uh, Australia. So, I mean, I was already convinced by that point that I never wanted to go to Sweden, you know, and that was in 88 or something like that. So it was long, long before I ever went to Holland and before any of that stuff. So I just kind of had this weird predisposition in my head because this guy was such a, he was a, just a runaway Swede living in Australia looked like Billy Idol was a big alcoholic was, he, he, was pretty, you thought he was awesome I thought he was cool at the time it was pretty funny we were hanging out a lot <laughs> he, he wore like a suit and he looked like Billy Idol and you were scared of I was scared Sweden of well just, yeah because he just talked bad about it all the time he was like ah, and then you married Swede and I married Swede of course that's what happens you know that's how it works that's how it works and now my baby's hat, you know Half Swedish. Half Swedish. Swedish. And he speaks Swedish. It's all about Swedish, right? So I'll so just use that. Cool. And I'm going to use that weed joke forever on him. Probably somehow. Right, you just you just put that together today for the first time, too. No, we talked no, about it earlier, yeah, but it's just kind of funny. It's, it's a good. It's, it's a good one. Um, it's good. And we're so our next guest, Jessica, Jessica Larue. She She's online. I'm, I don't think so, kid. No. No, Just, no one's Jessica. calling in, right? I'm I'm messaging her on Facebook, and I'm not seeing. Mm. Do you have a number for her? call? Yeah. Direct. It's much easier. I do. Usually do that. I usually Somewhere. do that when I get panicky about. Are we trying to get in contact with Jessica? Jessica Larue, the the, can, uh, the uh, cheesecake lady. Cheesecake, cheesecake lady. lady. Did she add us on Skype yet? I don't know. I don't know. She, I think she's probably just going to call in. But. So um, I don't know if she I was on. She was phone. at the uh, cannabis economic conference or whatever, right? Yes. And she, I was. It was pretty awesome. I don't when have she, her in this phone. No, that no. sucks. And I don't think I don't think I do either. And the thing is that she uh, was 
texting right out of there, and it was pretty funny because it was like live. You know, she was, and they were specifically, specifically like, don't, saying, don't, don't you dare tell anybody. So we hopefully will get her on, and then uh, if uh, we have to switch things around, then that's just the way it goes. It's, it's a live show. That's it's how a live, live show works. Li- but I, mean, I do want to get her to. Rep- we'll do it next week. Maybe we'll bring her on to talk about it. Though. Or yeah, we still got we got plenty of time. Yeah. Let's talk about some other stuff. You want to talk about ADSI? Sure. It's coming. It's guys, coming. I've heard back from some of you. We're going to send out a second round. I think a lot of you guys clicked a bunch of shit after my last call. Don't just click a bunch <laughs> of shit. <laughs> click a bunch of shit. Just take a couple click, seconds. Why, what read. happens when you click a bunch of shit? It just locks I up. Get, no, screen. I just get like a blank email. It's like yeah. ADS, someone responded. It literally says someone responded to ADSI, and it's a blank email. So I don't really know what to do about that. So That's I can't do anything so. for you. So hmm. if you have the invite... How do they do? They get something back. That yeah, says, they have the invite. They come here, and then we hold no. the first ceremony where no. we give roses to all the ones that we want to stay. What, what? is he <laughs> talking about? Jesus. Go back to your. It's just complicated of what you're saying with the email. So it's no. we're, we're going to do the bachelor instead. What? We're going to do a bachelor. Yeah, you're going to. We're going to sell you off. Sell, sell the kid off at the lowest bidder. At the lowest off. lowest bidder. It'll, yeah, that's what I mean. It'll be like some some man. Or yeah, some of shit course. That's no way. I'm taking you out tonight. Like, uh, shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Shit. Yep. Cheesecake lady. We'll throw him the cheesecake lady. She'll take you. She'll cheesecake little, lady. Yeah, you're a little chicken meat. Little chicken wing. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, she'll be like, yeah, I'll take that little chicken wing. I don't know the number. Don't say that. Well, I'm just saying oh, it like that because we we call them chicken wings. What little boys? Like you know, girls are after little boys. Call, what? Were you able girls to get call, uh, girls call them chicken wings? Were you able to get a touch with her? Who? What are you doing? Yawning no. into the mic? No. Here we go. What's no. that? That's What's Mitch's that? sounds that have been making sounds no. all day. No. Mitch's sounds. There was this thing is making sounds. My sound. Anyway, I heard a Skype noise. So it's Adam's I heard a Skype noise. What? Sounds. No, it's the, the no, iPad. All right. We're going to add love for 10 minutes. We no, can we do are. this, guys. No, Come on. We used to do this for two hours. Well, no, I mean, we're I did not. this for the whole show. So, <laughs> all right. So, so, okay. So, I mean, I was a little distracted last Tell episode, me. as everybody seems. You were distracted at this episode. No, no, I think this episode was cute. You were yawning a second ago. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I bought a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Tell us about your 90 Uh, mile an hour little wing dinger. You want to talk about a little chicken wing? A little chicken wing. That's a chicken wing. You want to talk about funny things Kyle told You like name segments? I got a name segment for you. Funny things Kyle told me. Funny things Kyle says. Yeah, that's what we got to keep. Funny things Kyle told me. And if he's listening, we're going to make that a new segment. So, funny thing Kyle told me. He told me that when Ryan. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to hear this one. Oh, when Ryan man. went to go buy the bike, the guy goes, "Yeah, we had a lot of girls stopping by to yep. look at it." <laughs> yep, yep. He tells me straight to my face. Well, you know, and I went in because I've, I've ridden. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of girls. Yeah, but no, no. A lot he said that he had so again Kyle exaggeration a little bit because that's not exactly what he said, but he definitely did openly admit that he had females looking at the bike. It's just a is little. Is there a problem with females looking at the bike? N- no, not right now because, like I said, not I, right. I, I had, not not at my current time because I I had ridden dirt bikes. I know how to ride bikes and all. It's not an issue. Um, but this one was technically my first motorcycle that I had ridden on the street. Um, so I I wanted to take it easy. So I just bought a little four-stroke Kawasaki uh, Eliminator BN125. So. Only a little 125. 125? 
You didn't say that. Yeah, I don't know what the rest of that shit means, but I know that 125 means the engine's like a big lawnmower. I thought you said Eliminator, and I was thinking of the little. I was thinking of that really sick bike from back in the day. No, it looks really cool. I bet it looks. It looks really nice. It's just, I mean, it doesn't go much faster than 90 in fifth gear, so it's just like a beginner bike. But Matt Ryan called it a motor bicycle. Pretty much, it's a motor bicycle. So the it's it it looks like a motorcycle. It's nice, but the guy came up to me and he was like, "Yeah, we just had." Twenty just girls had some girls it. coming in here looking at this bike last time, but that's okay with me. Are you going to put said, a one in front of the? He said the guy who brought it in was six four, two hundred and fifty pounds, His and kid he was, was just getting it. upgraded, just just upgrading to right, a, just a bigger to make bike you feel now. Better. But I'm already ready, and everybody already told me like within a couple of weeks I'm going to want to trade the thing in for something with more power. So of course I'm, you are. I'm already ready to go. It's yeah, the more like, dangerous to ride a shit box like that. Well, no, it's it's a good bike. It's just slow. That's all. Yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about. Get out of the slow. way. That's the problem. Don't well, I don't need to get out of the way in Boulder. I don't have to go faster than well, fifty. You just ride. You need everywhere. a motorcycle to ride around Boulder. Matt Riot, your point about him getting a Lambretta is actually legit for Boulder. A what? Perfect. A That's Vespa. All you need. Or just a Vespa. Vespa. Well, I had a Ruckus, yeah, but I, it the Ruckus. It was just lame. That thing only goes thirty miles an hour in the bike lane. I need to at least Can't be you get able to upgrade a Ruckus. They can. Yeah, but it cost the Ruckus cost more than this motorcycle did to buy, and to upgrade it would cost even more money. So get the extended. I'm just no. I'm, what do you mean? I like the bike I have now. Motor. I'm going to ride it for a couple months and get comfortable on the road, and then I'm going to trade it in for for the Victory bike that I want. I want a Victory. Victory. It's dope. Yeah. Have you ever seen them? They're yeah. nice. No. It was what? They're nice. They're they're Go really ahead. nice, they're, but they're, they're made in America, just like Harley. So what were you about to say? What were you about to say? But it's it was uh, the, well, they're they're used. Derogatory term. They're, no, they're used in replacement for for Harleys now because Harleys are more expensive and they have been used around. Used in years. what in replacement? In re- I'm saying like when when you would have somebody say, oh, I'm a I'm in a I'm in a Harley rider. I, you know, I mean, I ride a Harley. The the Victory looks exactly the same. It rides the same. Before there was pretty much if you wanted a chopper, you want a nice bike, you got a Harley. That was it. So now there's companies out there. That even the Yamaha Bolt I was looking at is gorgeous. All right, rice but, uh, burner. Yeah, I bought a Mr. I bought Mr. a motorcycle. 125 season. You're not, I'm not listening to you anymore about any bikes ever again. <laughs> I bought a motorcycle. Once, you didn't tell me the 125. I heard. The I Liminator. said BN 125. It is. It's small, four oh, strokes, small bike. Yeah, I thought you said. Did you ever have a motorcycle, Adam? I mostly dirt bikes. I never dirt had a bike. straight bikes. Do you have a 125 though? Uh, I had a I had a one I had a one seventy five. I had a P one seventy five was my first bike actually. I think we have a way too big for me. At the front, at the front, at the front, at the front I door. Guess at the front door. Front, front door. door. What do you mean? Front door. I got a text message. She's here yeah. live. No. Oh, she yeah. says she was trying to, but I don't think that worked out. Okay. So is she on the air coming yet? No, not. What's you that? You got any kind of word from her? No. Oh, who do we have? Dark. No. Well, we have we have Jenna Lee's coming right on time, and it's perfect because she is the one throwing the Bruce Banner ball. So, oh, well, there you go. We can do and that's in six and a half minutes. So, unfortunately, we're losing listeners like flies now that we're just talking about motorcycles. Really, motorcycles suck. Motorcycles have nothing to do with weed. Yeah, it's true. And I'm sorry, everybody who ran away, but you're not. We had to. We had to make the kids. People, people want you to make hoodlum leathers. Um, that defeats the purpose of hemp, right? No, you, you can't make hemp leather. Yeah, no, you could wax it out though. You could beeswax it out and turn it like those. No you know, one at the front door, kid. Yeah, I know. She's a guest. Bring her in. She's okay. She's in. Okay, she's yeah. coming. She's yeah. coming. In. Don't worry. She's slower. I don't know she's 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 a guest that's gonna be on air right now. Yeah. Right now, because she's gonna do the dark horse spot, which is in six minutes. Yeah, so you better uh, get her back up here. Yeah. If you're, if you're slowing down and putting your headphones on and freaking out, but um, <clears throat> so you can make you can leathery make, hemp, yeah, of course. What do you mean, of course? Well, not leathery, I mean, no, but just leather quality, strength wise, and stuff. No, and I know that. And but the whole point wax of wax them out. Wax it's, them gonna out. Look, it's not going to look like leather, though. 
look like crunked up. It looked like that. Crunked uh, up. You know, that get crunked up. What's crunked up? Crunked up in the corner. Crunked up in the corners. You get the little, I get the, the feel, the feel of a leather. Because you know how the thing is about the hemp is it does have a memory. Like when you wear it a lot, you, yep. put, it, you put it on, it's like slips in. Yeah. So it has that leathery quality like that. Right, right, right. It's just getting the. It is heavy too. Strength on the. And just having it like a little bit more waxed out so that it's waterproofed. I mean, it is already waterproof as it comes. If you fell off a motorcycle on that thing, you get, it would not protect you at all. You'd have to put some pads in it or something. It would, <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I've we scratched can, mine up my 420. Like I know guys who have crashed on the bikes with. Hoodlums and been like, dude, it was pretty good. The bulletproof so, yeah, one, no, not even sure. the bulletproof, just regular old yeah, school. No, hoodlum. that's what I mean. That thing, full, full I feel jacket. like would definitely it helped. It, helped. it would bruise. I'd still bruise and all that, but I don't think I'd get. That would definitely protect you if you had like road rash or something like that. Yeah. It wouldn't. You it think wouldn't, it would? If, oh yeah, if I fell in this, for example, it would burn right through in a second. Right, right, right. I definitely think that the hoodlum jacket would. It, I mean, it would ruin the jacket. Test Matt Riot, test it for us. Can you just? I'll give him a jacket if he wants to drive it off and smash into something. Matt Riot, you want a free hoodlum? <laughs> Wait, we can you just give me one? I'll crash my bike for a free Oh, hoodlum. the kid's going to crash his bike. Never mind. It's okay. Are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I will go downstairs with the, my phone broadcast right now. Oh, yeah. I'll, I will I will slide my bike out if you give me a free uh, a free jacket. What but you, you have to wear that, burn. You have to wear that no, jacket. No, no, no. The jacket is that we do it in as a test jacket. I get a free jacket outside. <laughs> Oh, two jackets is going to cost you. That's a lot. Right, we'll think about it. We'll two jackets out of Adam. I will lay my bike down. I, I mark my I words. <laughs> I know you will. I will lay that bike down in the back alley if I have to, but I want a free jacket out of it. Wow. That's pretty expensive. You jacket. have to do it from the, the studio the to where the jackets are. Yeah. Right, yeah, from from the start of the studio to essentially Adam's garage and then lay it down. So second gear, well, 25 miles an hour, lay the bike down. That's I mean, you're not... It's not going to last at 60. I want, then I, want, I want you going down hard, dude. I want you head, so, head over right, heels 30 at miles an hour is the fastest I'll go to lay it down. What? 30 miles an hour? Dude, 30, 30 miles an hour is doing fast for a body That is fast. I'm agreeing. I'm oh, agreeing. Yeah, 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 yeah kill yourself, quick. dude. Right, yeah. 30 I'll take. <laughs> 30 you'll take? That's <laughs> half of 60 miles an hour. He's going to die. <laughs> I'm not going to no, die. I'll put a helmet on and I'll wear... I get to wear elbow pads and knee pads underneath the jacket. All right, we're done with motorcycles. Anyway, we lost all the listeners because of your motorcycle. No, no, no. They're coming back for this. They love this. They like this? They like it? Is like coming up or? I don't know if she knows. Go tell her. Go tell her. She oh, no. They're dropping like flies. 73 left. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. Um, on a better cannabis note, uh, tell us. Tell us. What's up? Tell us. Tell us more, <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> tell us, Dr. Shivago. Oh. oh. All right. Too much. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it's pretty crazy to, like, flash over to Sweden where... Not only is weed in the name, but you can't really be talking about it. Like, you notice they weren't smoking weed. By the way, Adam, I don't know if you know this, but they couldn't see us. Oh, I, I know, but I wanted <laughs> to It was to like a little kid talking to TV. It was awesome. I know. <laughs> they couldn't see us. But, but no, they could watch. If they, were, if they were watching the show on yeah, their but phone. He was, he was looking at, they're up there. Oh, yeah, you're looking, you're at, looking at them up there. So no, not down there. Down. Oh, I know, but I wasn't looking at him over here and talking to him. <laughs> no, you were all like, yeah. we were, I was all in. Hi, you're going to do the Dark Horse spot. Oh, by the way. Because we're talking about the Bruce Banner Bowl, so who better? Who better to you. know all those crazy details? Totally yep, too bad. Confidence shit. Hey, oh, is that mic on? That mic's off, huh? Her mic's? Yeah, no, didn't you do as that? Long as, as long as we're not having a Skype call. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so Where's we don't it? hear a bunch of crazy Oh, things. there's a poster. It's you cool. Can, you can hold it up to the... Uh, it's camera. over there now. It's not up yet. Hold on. Keep holding. Keep holding. Keep holding. Oh, here it's coming. Uh, 
We're about to see. I don't know. Take it away it's, it's still, it's still 20 it's seconds ago. Yeah, but if she, up. it's gonna show up at least temper. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it looks, it looks, it looks great. There you go. Thank you. But tell people all about get on the mic. Yes. Yes, you're in the studio. You got to be. You're on camera. It's not your style. It's unfortunate. Now it is. Now it yeah, is. it's unfortunate. You're in the dragon's lair. Fighting the dragon is your style. Phones. Like it or not. Yeah. Kids getting you phones. Nice. Um, you only got to talk for two minutes. And then, then you don't have to say any more stuff. Can I have a minute to add for me? Mm. Tell us. Tell us. Okay. Okay. Headphones what, on. Though. What are we talking about? Something else. How was your something dad? Else. Okay. That's what we have been doing. We have been talking about something else. I know. Do you want to talk about motorcycles? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about motorcycles. We lost all of our listeners. We lost more listeners talking about motorcycles than when we kicked the power cord. <laughs> <laughs> they would stay on listening to me saying I'd lay my motorcycle down. Wouldn't people want to see that? No. When one extra person got back on. They were yeah. stoked. They were like, yes. Because they, they can't hear it when they're when they're fleeing. Even Matt Riot, like, wow, we lost three more even just saying that now. Did he? No. <laughs> are you are you not putting your headphones on? She needs slack, kid. Come on. Cool. And guys, don't drop off because after the jump, we do have uh, South Africa, Spain, and Jamaica all coming up. We're going global. All right. Now we can talk. Are you acclimated? How's your day? Hi. Hi. It's all right. Talk in the, in the mic. Uh, Get closer. Pretend it's a game. It's a game. You just got to talk into the mic. Much That's not even on, I don't think. No. No. It's, it's the not. right part? Kid, help us. To talk. Come on, kid. Introduce Come yourself. On, kid. Don't introduce yourself. What's When's your event? What's the date? Don't ever say who you are. Just be there. Friday. What's Friday. April 18th. April 18th. Yeah, it? that mic's not on. I'm not hearing it. Kicking off the cannabis. There oh, there it we go. Is. Kicking no, off not. the cannabis cup, yes. Yeah. Uh, New York Hardcore Legends Murphy's Law are super stoked to do a 420 show in the Mile High City. They gonna hang out after the show, or are they going straight somewhere else? No, they're kicking it with us all night, um, all weekend. How about all the next couple days till four twenty? I think that they're leaving. Ah, is that excessive? Yeah. I, hate that. I hate when people leave. I'm always like, don't you guys want to hang out? It's like huge. Of course, everyone gets to go to all sorts of things all the time. But start during four twenty. Come on, I know it's special in Denver. Where you else think would you rather you just be? Just wanted like cancel. Yeah, cancel. It's like four twenty in Amsterdam. Yeah, you but they don't care about 420 no. in Amsterdam. We but actually it's, it's care like, about It's like Cannabis Cup, though, Amsterdam. If you rolled in and happened to be the director of the cup, and you're like, wait a minute, we're going to like go in play one night? Why wouldn't you want to stay for the whole A lot yeah, of fans true, do that. You know, they come in and play one night. You're like, really? You played the cup, but you didn't stay. I think they're just uh, stoked to check out the whole scene and what's going on here. And we're pretty happy to have them. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? The punk rock stoner contingent has been woefully underrepresented. At 420 events, in my opinion. I don't want to see another Fish Cover band. Well, it's a lot of hip-hop, too. It's always hip-hop. It's, it's like a hip-hop artist that was big when you were a kid. <laughs> or a Fish Cover. And it doesn't matter which one, but it's one that was big when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Or a Fish Cover. Because those are the cheap ones. Right. And then, right. And then it's usually uh, they're so high because they ate so many edibles and stuff. And by the time they get on stage, you're like, oh, my God. That was the worst show ever. <laughs> So or it doesn't I've happen until uh, one so o'clock in late. the morning. That's I'm a classic. About 
Barrington Lake. So you guys are going to be like. Incredible event. Okay. Come on. You want to know what? I was what? so tired. That is so oh, past my bedtime. Called you out on that. He's a rock. Yeah. Really. Yeah, but he's, a, he's definitely <laughs> one of those. But that's Barrington. Redman was like out two hours late at my show, too. Same thing. Yeah, he, you can't be he was so high. He was kids. so high. He could barely <laughs> talk. It was like, oh, my God. Well, at least we're getting him high, right? Right, yeah, we'll definitely do that. And, Check and a lot this of them out. get just overkill synapses. Seven new listeners. Yes. Generally, so seven new listeners more popular than motorcycles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, official. It's official. I think you just got found well, yourself uh, a new gig. Yeah, we got a girl in the room now. We so got a girl in the room now. Like, we, don't look like, we don't look all sausage festy as usual, so it's pretty good. It's good. And percentage-wise, we're at 25% right now. So yeah, it's good. Pretty huge, pretty huge. So anyhow, yeah, we're doing a cool seed exchange and uh, pop up seed bank at yep. the show. Damn, did she you hear? How did she know she that? She knows because <laughs> she knows about that. <laughs> it's her event. I'm not just going and doing it, but <laughs> I got permission. Because we send each I other. I thought we were pop up. I thought the whole idea was popping up and nobody's going to know. Yeah, but you it, now she, she knows. knows the difference between <laughs> pop up Adam style and pop <laughs> up Mitch style is that you actually tell some people. I thought you just popped up. No, no. Well, all right. Well, that's cool. In Denver, you got to no, tell it's awesome. That's going to be the the cool little secrets stash style event, which is awesome. Yeah. That's what we like. We're I might trying break to some keep shit it out of my own collection. All kinds of DIY because that's the spirit of the event, right? Yeah. Nice. I'm looking forward to that weekend too because my brother turns 21 the weekend before that, so I'm flying him out here. Murphy's Law, the weekend you turn 21 will be fun. I promise you, kid. As much as I busted your ball, twenty-one. That's pretty good. Twenty-one. Uh, my brother. You guys are so. Oh. so no one. See, no wonder. <laughs> I heard him. I, I, I heard, heard you it, close. I saw yeah. that opening. Yeah. I saw no, her my brother turns it. twenty-one on the twelfth, and so I'll be home for that, and then I'm flying him right out here for that whole weekend for all of, like, the comedy oh, and stuff. So it's gonna be good times. What a good. So I'm brother. excited, yeah, because I've never seen Murphy's Law, nor do I even know the old punk. Uh, I was more of a hardcore, which was well, they they are definitive. They are pretty definitive. Hardcore, my friend. I hear that it's not hardcore. I hear that's punk music. Well, All right, there guys. might no be a argument. generational difference. You're going to lose the listeners. They're dropping off. They're like dropping that. off. I need to arm wrestle about Colored hair. That. I guarantee Colored, you that I'll Colored hair. Colored hair. Soft things of that nature. It's is true. That I guarantee you that Murphy's more Law, than 5% no, Murphy's of the people law. at that show will have colored mohawks. More than five. I guarantee Can you please correct him? They're going to be wearing camo shorts. Yeah, exactly. Definitely definitely punk hardcore. Like more, punk scene, no, not no like hardcore, hardcore. More like tough Wrong. guys with with soccer shoes and camo shorts. Like uh, no, no, no. it would be basketball shorts and and right. windbreaker <laughs> I've been, jackets. I've been living it so much longer than you, bro. Yeah, Come on, now. yeah, that's right, what I'm yeah. saying. You guys live the You're only old 21. School. Remember, you're only 21. Old, old style one. <laughs> the old, old people the, the version. Are you gonna get tattooed though? Are you gonna get tattooed? Oh yeah, tell that. Tell everyone more about that, please. He said he would do it. Mammoth American Tattoo is a co-sponsor of this event. And their beautiful shop is right around the corner from the Oriental Theater. Cool. Uh, they're going to have Colorado and weed-centric flash available all weekend long. Uh, I don't know if your guys' listeners are... Flags? We're going to give uh, out yeah. flags, right? Flags. Flags? Can people get Adam Dunn show flags? They yeah. can get whatever they want. If can we provide yeah. the... Can, can we, we pay, they work that yeah, out? Yeah, absolutely. We work a deal, like, you know, yeah. you get a couple. Get a couple. Good. Well, you'll pay for people to get it? Is that what yeah. you're saying? yeah. Hell yeah. Adam will pay for people to get I'll get one if you pay for I'll get one if you pay for it. See, that's already, <laughs> that's already, we're already making money. I get All right. Yeah, there you go. Can we get your brother tattooed? Yeah. yeah. Adam Dunshaw, both of you matching ones on your butts. That would be awesome. We'll get that live. 
Yeah. What are one they doing now? What are they doing for? You get one on each cheek and then you guys can put so it they have things, <laughs> Send it to so mom. So they have It'll certain awesome. things that you're going to be able to select from. You're going to walk in and be yeah. able to select from a list. Yeah. And what are they What are they charging per per little tattoo? That they haven't determined yet, but it'll be relatively flash, sheet, sure. yep. flash sheet style. So, cool. you know, big as a baseball. Or, right. So, yeah. you know, 50 to $75 probably, if that, usually. Maybe. maybe I don't know. I mean, 100 bucks when a needle hits guys. the skin, buddy. That's how it works. Yeah, that's not how it works. 100 bucks. Hit the skin. Boom. Anything from yeah, we gotta work if you had to pay $100 an hour for all your tattoos, would you have as many tattoos as you had right now? Possibly. Really? I don't think I would. Well, then you get shitty I don't tattoos. Think, no, well, no. I, just, <laughs> I, know, I have pay a friend or not. Hey, who owns I don't a shop. Pay. I don't think I could go and find some artist who I'm not paid friends for with and spend $100 an hour. Just, well, I only have two, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's totally fine. Free. you have thousands free. of hours Dude, we could totally do a cannabis and tattoo episode. Sure could. I got lots of friends. We all got lots of friends. Yeah, yeah. We need to get one of those guys who has like his whole body tattooed, like that a puzzle guy. or something. Yeah, they, you know, yeah, the Enigma. What is that? Oh, dude, I used to talk to the Lizard Man. Though. It was huh? many years ago. Oh, it's just yeah. cool. I'm sure no, that guy's just, just cool. Yeah. cannabis related tattoos. Yeah, I'm sure that guy smokes weed though. I'm sure that guy's obviously the Enigma. Is his name. Matt Riot does tattoos and he will do them on you for free anytime the kid. Tell, tell Riot yeah. to come. All right, all right. He'll give you a free Riot Seeds come, tattoo. Come yeah. <laughs> awesome, right next to the TFC. Let's, let's and do that. Let's you can do have that all the companies all over you. It'd be awesome. Let's do that a week from today. Let's have yeah, a week from today. Get him in the studio and he can Matt Riot's in California. Yeah, he's, he's not going to fly, fly here, out here. Sure. He'll do it on 420, though. Okay, so when yeah. you're in here, you can tattoo me, Matt. Yes. Cool. Matt Riot, you can do You can do your own portrait on his back. It be because I don't have any cannabis related Oh, he's so in. He's so in. It's a done it deal. Done you deal. Can do it up. That's a done deal. Cool. Done as long deal. as everything, as long as everything, you pull everything out of fresh packaging. I don't care totally. how talented you are. That's that doesn't matter to me. That, you just made a terrible mistake. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. As long as I'm yes. not going to catch some disease by, and you have fresh oh, packaging, stop. you can put whatever you want on me. And for, I, would, for, I would tend to agree with them on that. If it's just a little banger, yeah, it's just a little. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I have a Pokemon on the back of my fucking leg. <laughs> you do. Oh, so, Matt Ryan says done deal for sure. Cool. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Um. You can but, tattoo even Matt Riot is mean on me since apparently that's the whole fucking thing here. <laughs> yeah. So so we can just tattoo like an angry South Park version of Matt Riot that just looks really mean and, and we can he can draw that on me. Beating up, guys. smashing you. Smash. Yeah, beating me uh, up. Yeah. I'll be fine. I'm down with that. And helping to sponsor all of this mayhem <laughs> is, of course, Dark Horse Genetics. Dark Horse Check them Woo! out. DarkHorseGenetics.com. I you know I was shot like I mean the fact that that is still the highest strain that the highest tested strain that High Times has ever tested is awesome. Like they haven't there hasn't been anything to beat that yet, and that's. that's I mean, there's really been the there's banner, been there's dude. been there's been you know documented things of people saying by the claiming, government right, claiming right, right. other numbers. No, but ever entered in a cup tested. is that Bruce Banner? Right. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Bam. There you go, and you can get now they make that Bruce. He just did the BX, right? Got a few revenge. different yes. iterations. That's not totally my department. Not your department. So not my department. Dark Horse. I know not there's the one, department. the three, and the five. Probably a web, right. Those probably are just the different cuts. What's the website? What's the website? DarkHorseGenetics.com. All right. Well, I just had to make matter sure. Matter of fact, could have been matter fact, something else. Something that I forget to say. Whatever. Something I always forget to say what is you, you say? can click sponsors on top if you watch this on AdamDunshow.com. You can click sponsors. And then right there, you can click the link, Dark Horse Genetics, and then you're there. You'll see it. You don't even have to go anywhere. Bam. No. Nope. You can go back. You can go back up. Just click home, no, and you're back. Does he let Sponsors? you go back to his? Uh, it screen. opens in a new window. Does, does he have the same feature so he can go back to us? You don't get lost. You don't want people just clicking away and going. It's a new window. It? It's a new window. All right. Oh, no, it isn't. I should change that. Damn. Lost the show. See? 
Damn. So don't click it, guys. Oh, God. Yeah. It's too late. <laughs> I told too you. Too late. We're <laughs> dropping like flies here. <laughs> I told you. Don't be telling people how to click Thanks, away buddy. from the show. Don't click away from the show. Click back. Click back, people. Click back. Please. Click back. Please, please come but back. But do click down and post in the forum. Come on, guys. I want to see more combo. Hey, where's your... What's this I don't know what's where's going the on. The kid's going, doing Kid's stuff. going crazy. Pulling out headphones, making us come on, noisy. Kid, come on, All kid. right. We're uh, back in the game. Back. Whoa, that was scary. Crazy show. Um, I wonder if Mercury's in retrograde. Big, no. big shout out to Incredibles Edibles, Colorado's number one edible. Yep. Uh, and they are available everywhere. Let's give them they, a little, they have a little, little locator on their website you can go to. They need a vending machine at Dark Horse. They need an Incredibles vending machine. We were saying Dark that yesterday. Horse is what we're saying. Locally? When they, open the, when they open it yeah, up. They should get they need to have one. Like yeah. They should be up with, ready and rolling with that. It's easy. Candy bar vending machine's a done deal. Mm-hmm. You could put the done deal. We're it, developing a done deal logo. It's Adam going like this. Hey, it's a done deal. Hey, you know it's a done deal. But yeah. until in the meantime, you can go check them out at IncrediblesColorado.com and find all their locations. Whether you're a tourist, whether you're living here, come on. You know, I'm not always an Edibles guy, but literally when I am, I'm an Incredibles guy. Also build the soil. And Ooh. it's incredible. It's incredible. They're incredible. They're yeah. incredible. They work, um, they work incredibly. They, yeah. And, of course, the instructors. Uh, build the soil. Buildthesoil.com. Your number one source for organic soil amendments, organic soil mixes. You want to do your own cover crops. You want to make your own sprouted CTs. I just got a guy. He called. He called Nick at Boulder Wellness, and he was saying, "Oh man, have you heard about this sprouted CT stuff?" Well, yeah. Jeremy was talking about. Jeremy's been talking about it. It's got it all written up, selling the seed mix, all the instructions, and he'll like basically be on the phone with you and walk you through it on the phone, how to do everything. Right. No, I bet you can get him to call you and remind you when it's time to like, oh, your your mix is done, ready to go. Prop, I wouldn't. I would only if you want to add, add, say that on the air. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they should. Uh, build a sword would really benefit from developing just a really simple app. It would I feel like people? You, really you want to do that for him? Oh, uh, do we have a coupon code for build a soil? Tyler Dodd, hell of a question. I heard it was ADS four twenty, right? Yeah, I think so. ADS Try ADS four twenty, guys. Sounds about right. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. I think he'll understand anyway. I think he'll be like, yeah, that's those guys. And if not, just call Jeremy. He'll tell you what it is. Also, a uh, big shout-out to Way to Grow, waytogrow.net. Uh, Colorado's number one resource for grow equipment, medium. Yeah. Seven locations. We got them. Yeah, uh, seven locations. Big sale going on. Big new sale going on. Yeah, what would you pick up, kid? I needed to pick up some trellising, and I picked up a, a couple of Did you use the code? I did use the code. Well, I actually used our show code for once because usually I was just putting it on your account. We got a better discount with the show code. See. Really? So usually I was just putting it on <laughs> your account. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, I picked up some trellising and some yo's, and, and the guys over at Way to Grow hooked it up for sure. Just use the, the Adam Dunn show. That's all you have to do. I like how the, the my name doesn't do shit in there. Well, yeah, so, well, I feel so stupid. I go in and because you can't say, oh, it's on you know Adam Dunn's account. You have to say Sage Master. Exactly. Because if you say Sage Master, they type it in like that. Yeah. It doesn't come yeah, up. Yeah, so now I just and be like, oh, just right. know the Adam Dunn Can't show. Say, yeah, thanks. thanks it's a better it. discount. Yeah. Just about yeah. 20% to 25% off of Jesus. everything, if I can remember. So, so I don't want to say too much, but I do want to say that uh, that's that's uh, that's pretty much a commercial that's rate. That's a solid That's deal. a solid commercial rate. So, Ryan, uh, can you contact our South African guests? It depends just, if, if, if they have a... F- uh, they're on Skype, so it's going to be a Skype-to-Skype call. And you could even just message them and ask them to call if that's going to be a technical issue. So, Jenelise, what's going on? Do you want to say hi to everybody that's seeing the back of your head? It's right behind you. See the blue lights? Hi, everybody. There you go. How's? Are you loving that seat? Oh, there you go. All right, so I'm going to turn her mic off. Okay, your mic's going to be off. 
Hello, welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, please okay. turn Let's down go. the show on your side, please. Oh, we got you better? There. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. I there think we, we have go. you. Now we're echo-free. Hello. Hello, welcome. This is, we have Thank the, you. We have the dog a couple on the line. So uh, please tell us about, uh, you, we're kind of trying to do a, Cross section around the world of what the scenes are like everywhere, what activism's like, what the state of sort of the common take is, and and what the culture's like. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, we've been doing this for four and a half years now, so there's been quite a lot of water under the bridge, and um, the culture's exciting. It's growing all the time. Uh, we have uh, just done thirty thousand people on Facebook. If that's a you know, that's quite a, sometimes quite a good gauge. Yeah, we almost have uh, 2,000, so you're, you're doing way better than our radio show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, our events are now pulling sort of six, seven, eight thousand people uh, at, at a time. So, so, yeah, so it's growing all the time. It's very exciting. You know, the thing with South Africa is that it's completely entrenched in our society. This plant has been here for like 700 years. And... Everybody smokes dope in South Africa. Pretty you know? much. We, re- we reckon two-thirds of the country uses the cannabis plant at some point or other. And we were just listening to your uh, Swedish guests. It's kind of the same in South Africa about the prohibition of it, but it's a little bit more lenient because it's all steeped in corruption. So when you do get bust by the cops, there's always a way out without going to uh, jail in any form. There's very few people get jailed for cannabis in South Africa. Yeah. So we do have that kind of third-world freedom of being able to bend the rules a bit but the reason we became the Ducker couple was we flatly refused to do anything of the sort we were busted in our home uh the police held us for five hours they found a kilogram or so a little bit more and uh, we could have paid a what would have been a four thousand us dollar each fine well sorry a bribe to a dodgy lawyer and it would have all gone away but we couldn't have done that because they would have come back and back and back and extorted us again and again and again. So we decided to fight the law in South Africa, and we've actually sued the South African government in seven departments, and they now have to answer to us why they've got such irrational laws. So you've taken an aggressive... You were able, through the way the laws are structured there, to take an aggressive stance against the government. Yes, we, we have one of the most solid constitutions in the world. You know, our constitution is only 20 years old. And it was a, the writing of the constitution was overseen by Nelson Mandela. And, um, and it really is one of the most liberal, uh, amazing constitutions. So now we, we are, g- are going to be appealing all the way to the constitutional court. We said from the beginning that there's no way in South Africa that we could do this politically. We're not interested in politics. There is a bill before Parliament at the moment, a medical bill. Um, it's called the Medical Innovation Bill to try and get some sort of access for patients. But really, as the way that the wheels turn in politics in South Africa, we don't have the personalities, we don't have the resources to do that. And it'll just take another 20 years and we don't have that time we want to get this over and done with and get back to our lives our our angle is human rights it doesn't matter whether it's medicine or for responsible adult use or to make socks or whatever it's for it's actually we we are claiming a human right to be able to ingest the plant in our own home because that's what we were doing 
We weren't buying it, selling it. Uh, uh, we didn't have a cartel with it. We weren't shipping it to England. We weren't doing anything of the sort. We were minding our own business. And we had a year's, you know, we had our harvest. We were just, uh, uh, and it was taken away from us. We spent some time in jail. And now we've got an amazing legal team on our side and an advocate that is steering the ship. And our first big court appearance uh, uh, to, to, to find the, con to, to judge the constitutionality of this matter. Is it my constitutional right to use this plant in the privacy of my own home? And that happens in pretty much a year's time this month. Wow. Wow. I, the chat room is actually very excited about it, too. I think um, it's it's interesting to see the drastic difference between even our environment here. We, we couldn't we couldn't structure it that way. We right. might be able to defensively muster some argument and maybe get a case thrown out. But there's no way we could take that sort of aggressive yeah. posture. It's, it's the same here in the beginning. Um, our very first legal team, they said to us that we were determined we wanted to do it this way um, uh, because we read a book, an English book called Cannabis, Human Rights and the Law. And it was the, the most truth about the plant that we'd ever read. So we went to a lawyer after we were bust and we said, right, this is what we want to do. And they would never have advised us to do that. But as we're the client and we pay them, so they must listen and do what we tell them. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we, so we turned it on the head and just sued the government. So from becoming, from being the defendants when they arrested us, we turned it on the heads and we made them the defendants and we the plaintiffs. Now, can I tell us why you've got such a ridiculous law? I mean, everybody in South Africa smokes this. The ANC was funded by ganja, you know. We had this peaceful revolution in South Africa. There was no civil war. We got rid of apartheid, and a lot and a lot of the of the finances for that peaceful revolution came out of Ganja, for Which sure. Yeah, I know it must have done. It is firmly entrenched in society, but uh, there is still a lot of haters out there. There's um, you know a lot of rehabs looking after their mortgage payments, and there's some. Uh, uh, religious groups, as you would imagine, there's, there's plenty of Calvinist conservatives in South Africa, and um, you know they're all coming around a little bit to the to the medicine side of it. But it's still the devil's lettuce, and uh, to a lot of people, uh, we are doing ourselves and society more harm than good by using it. And as we heard with the with the Swedish lady on before. Um, we still have the we, we it's the same propaganda here about schizophrenia and losing your mind and it'll never come back. But um yeah. a lot of people are actually seeing through that now. I mean you guys smoke enough cannabis there that I think <laughs> they understand that. Is it, so, and we we also have the best cannabis in the world. Didn't yeah. you know that? <laughs> of course. And we've just been to some very serious cannabis fields to uh shoot a little mini documentary about some um the dirty dastardly deeds of the South African police service. They've been uh using kind of like a Roundup, a South African version of Roundup, to spray Dacher fields in, the heli front, in, in, in some very rural areas where people rely on that crop. It's the only harvest they have. And, um, you know, it's killing food stocks and it's making cattle stick and it's making the humans sick. So um, the police say there's nothing untoward and it's, uh, it's quite safe and uh, they're very accurate and it's all good. And so Myrtle and I went down to this particular area and if they are trying to eradicate this plant in this valley, it's hopeless because as far as we could see, there is just cannabis. As far as you can see in any direction, tons and tons and tons of plants. And that is one valley out of hundreds and hundreds. So they, um, they, they're trying to fight this futile war, just like they are in Sweden, uh, just like they still are in pockets in your country. 
And and to what extent is it, uh, you know, sort of indigenous species? And to what extent is it, you know, growers growing uh, Western style or Dutch strains or well, Dutch strains? There's, there's, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of indoor plants. There's a lot of indoor growers bringing in seeds from mostly Europe. And uh, but where where in in the Transkei area where we were filming this documentary, it's purely land race sativa-looking plants that have been there for hundreds of years and just crossing back on themselves. The genetics are very thin. There's nothing has been added to them and nothing's been taken away. So you get these really wispy, original sort of five or six hundred-year-old strains. That, um, they're not really called anything. It, it's, it, it, there's nothing specific about them. It's a ponderland ganja, and everybody knows it as such. It's a lightweight, very, very balanced plant. It might not be very high THC, but the THC-CBD ratios Pretty are almost one-to-one, and so it, it is a very balanced and pleasant smoke. Yeah, so it's almost like... you'll find where, sorry, where the, um, where the other strains that come in from Europe mainly have been introduced... In, in those areas, um, and then they, because there are people that distri- distribute seeds, and then the, the communities grow them for a few years, but within two or three years, those land races just come back. Those European seeds will then revert back to the land race because the land race is so strong. Um, so the, the, the fancy, expensive seeds have to be kept away from the rest of them, and it's quite a thing to do that. So you'll get a, a few good crops, maybe two two good crops out of some imported seeds, and then the third year it'll start wisping out again back to the land race, and by the fourth year it's back to land race. So that's how it works outdoor, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that that makes makes sense too because it's it's. Uh... And it's we mostly have conversations about outdoor in South Africa. Everybody's got a plant somewhere. It's incredibly illegal, and you get into so much cuck for having one of these plants. It really is a a brutal arrest, and it's a horrible jail, and it's a really shitty system just for having a plant. But everyone has a plant. They're kind of, uh, you know, they're, they're part of the family to lots and lots of people in South Africa. People understand about it. So so the average citizen is obviously in, in favor of legalization to whatever extent, or is it something it's that... Like, probably, probably 60% or so, if uh, 60%. I think that it's it, there's a bit of a parallel with, with the people from Sweden. Um, the other 40%... Uh, Probably two-thirds of those would support it, but they wouldn't want to come out in public yeah. because of their job or their religion or their family or their kids or their whatever. So it's, a, it's about the same. We've got quite a, a, a big um, proportion su- supporting us. But we've just got to keep with, you know, we go on TV quite often over here and we go on radio shows and articles in the newspapers and we have all our social media we've uh we've got a non-profit company it's called fields of green for all and um we've kind of moving the, the dacha couple us to we the social activists but the non-profit company really takes care of all of the serious business of it all and we're also looking to to shape the future that's most of our job in the nonprofit company to shape what we want the future of legal cannabis to look like in South Africa, because we have such an enormous um, gap between rich and poor, and um, uh, sort of uh, 65% of South Africans are under the age of 20. So we have to look after the poor, and particularly the rural poor. 
And so uh, we can't have corporations coming in and taking over the cannabis industry. We have to make sure that the existing cannabis industry is looked after before before it becomes this huge big corporate thing. Which it probably will. I mean, this is how it will be. It's, it's, the corporation is all powerful. But we're, um, we're trying to protect the interests of the people we saw in the valleys just two weeks ago in the aftermath of being sprayed by helicopters. It's, it, those are the people we're interested in because they are the powerhouse of South Africa. They are the farmers. And now, being a, a non-for-profit, do, do you find yourself finding the people that are coming to you to support you or to work with you or to do whatever they can to help being of a of a higher quality, if you will? Like, do you find them uh, w- almost weaning out the people that really aren't in it for the cause? They're in it for either to make money or because they, they want to sell it on the black market or things like that. So do you find the people that yes. are coming to be much more dedicated people than you would have if they were just in it and know that they're applying for a paid position? Yes, and, and no, definitely. Um, we have a huge cross-section of people who support our organization. We've got a membership um, like a paid membership component. It's not very expensive, but um, it shows it allows people to show their dedication that they want to make a difference. It's a lot of young people with an entrepreneurial spirit who'd like to learn and be ready for when legalization comes. But then we're going across all four platforms. So we have adult use, we have traditional, cultural, religious use, industrial use, and medical use. So our members are cross-section across those four platforms. And we have like your, our Rastafari, Brethren, um, lots of different people. But it, it is quite difficult to find the, the hardworking people. Yeah. There's a lot of different organizations and Facebook pages and people bleating off keyboard warriors on social media. To get the people to actually do the work is quite a, has taken us quite a, a long time to get this like, core of people that 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 actually make a difference. But we're getting there. And how much of an impact have you been able to make? Are you finding that your efforts are, are being received by the powers that be? Well, yes. put it this way, you're the very first overseas uh, radio show to ever call us up and interview us. You are the first Americans, and we ev- ended up being in the mother load in Denver, so we're really, really blessed. We've been <laughs> podcasting all over the place, but we never got to America, so you guys got the exclusive interview. Oh, there you go. There you That's go. what we're here to do. We love exclusives. How many people are on the counter now? There are more than 76 people now. Are we more popular than motorbikes? Yeah, you, oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. you are. Definitely. Way more popular more, than yeah. me crashing my motorcycle. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's improved. Our, our but, show. I mean, By the it, way, it, there's another there's another stoner chick in the house as well. Yes, I, I totally agree. There's not enough chicks in this. Oh. And Jody and Jody Emery and I spoke about it when we met in Amsterdam last year. We were really, really privileged to be able to make it to Amsterdam for the Cannabis Cup, and it was our first sort of meeting with the the old guards. So we we met the Emerys and we met um, a, a key staff from Normal, and um, obviously the Dutch fraternity and lots of people from England. So, uh, yeah, in South Africa, we try to fly the chick flag and we try to get lots of girls involved. Um, but it's still a male-dominated <laughs> It is a male-dominated yeah, thing. Pretty much it's worldwide. Exactly the reasons you mentioned. It's all the reasons you mentioned. It's about motherhood. It's about having your kids taken away. We understand about it, but um, 
one day we'll look back at this and it'll just be this dark blob on humanity that prohibition happened and maybe one day we'll be able to laugh about it over a bong or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's yeah. hope so. Let's hope so. What right? are the chances of seeing you guys out here in Denver for the Cannabis Cup? See how we do it. Amer- obviously, uh, it's American got, style. so it's. See, we've got, a, we've got a little bit of a quandary there because we do our own. Um, we, we've got a lot of parties going on here. And your Cannabis Cup at 420 is when we do a street party in Johannesburg. Ah, yeah, it's one of those things. And so we're, we're right stuck. in the depths of producing this um, this bigger, better, faster, quicker <laughs> third-year uh, party that, um, I don't know, we keep pulling it off, and it's an illegal thing. You know, people come to our parties in the street. I think we had nearly 5,000 people last year. Nice. And um, they knew that after they'd been to this party, they knew what it felt like for prohibition to have gone because for five hours they could hang out and smoke and talk and just be stoners and not have a monkey on their back. So that was a really important exercise for these guys because one day there won't be a monkey on our backs. So uh, how can people get in touch? How can people uh, get in contact with you and be active? Well, um, if any of your listeners are going to Spanibus, two two weeks from today, we're going to be in Barcelona in Spain for Spanibus. So we're very excited. So please come and find us amongst the masses if any of your uh, people are there. And then you can get hold of us here. On, um, our t- we've got the two websites. So our social activism is uh, Dacha Couple, D-A-G-G-A Couple, dot C-O dot Z-A. And uh, or as you say in America, Z A, and then um, so Z. Everyone will spell it out like Z E D. It didn't work. And then um, and then we have our nonprofit company is called Fields of Green for All, and that's org Z A, and. And yes, we actually we we're dying to come to Denver. Yeah, no, we have to come to Denver. But no, I'm I'm looking at all the clothes in there, and it's cold outside, dude. And we we're going to wait till the summer, okay? Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's always we, we nice on four twenty. It's snow. <laughs> yeah, right now it's snowing. It so snows it's, uh, right up until four nineteen, and then always on four twenty. It's always <laughs> sunny on four twenty, kid. No, one day we will get there, Jens. We will. No, you know, no, that's not very, true. It's very far for us, and it's also very, very expensive because at the moment it's um, ten rand to a dollar. So, mm, yeah. um, so, so it's I'm, very expensive. So we have to do loads of fundraising, and so is weed yeah. cheap? Because I noticed you said you had a kilo, and I don't, I don't really feel like most of us roll with a kilo of weed. Well, I mean, we just no, we, just, we grew it. We just grow it outside in the yard. And then just like save it all else. year. That's how, that's what we we cure it and we smoke it all year. We're heavy smokers. We love this stuff. I've smoked for thirty something years, and I'm still not a schizophrenic. And a kilo is only what, like two point two pounds, two point one pounds? Yeah, two point two pounds, and um, a kilo right now. There's a you look. There's a drought in in South Africa in general right now. Uh, there's hardly anything on the street. It's double in price. So it's Because we're just before harvest season, so people start harvesting now, March, April, but then still got to dry and blah, blah, blah. So. It'll be coming out of Swaziland now. It'll be, it'll be starting in Swaziland and coming across the border into it's about, South Africa. It's about um, between, anywhere between 5 and $10 um, a gram. A gram. So, uh, if that, I don't really do your pounds and ounces thing. <laughs> sure. uh, so, yeah, about five. And a, an average of 80 rand, which would be $8, 80 rand a, a, a gram. So, so that's, I mean, that's $8 a gram, not, not cheap. cheap, but not that much no. more expensive than even here in you a dispensary. You can get the street weed that comes, you know, there's quite a lot of low-grade weed that comes down from Swaziland or comes up to us from the Transkei in the cities. Um, and you could... 
you know, you could get it for say two dollars a, a gram. But um, but it's not very nice. It's all sticks no, and, of course. and things. And I mean, it's even eight dollars a gram is. You guys, very well you guys is is there a little hash culture there at all uh, as far as making hash? Uh, yeah, yes, yes. even more than ever. It's that it's with all the indoor grows. There's a lot of really high end trim going down. So a lot of people are making isolators. We prefer to you BHO it all out and just uh, <laughs> nice. and just extract some oil yeah. out of it, all of it. Dabbing's just taking off. Yeah, it is, and it's, it's been around yes. for about a year. You might have to change your name from the Daga couple to the Daba couple. Oh, Daga Daba. I'll give it my best shot. I've been dabbing for about eighteen months, two years now, and I just don't look back. Right. I'm one of the few people that do. We. It's a very close network of people who use oil at the moment. It's still. Uh, it's still catching on, but it's still because it's an incredible, incredible amount of plant matter to get this substance. Yeah, so a lot of people don't have the luxury of having a whole bunch of dope that they can make oils from and trim that they're just gonna yeah trim that they would usually have just thrown away anyway. So, well, we could cry when we think of all the trim <laughs> that we've thrown away. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty years of growing, and we threw most of it on the compost. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. So uh, the chat room all wants to know what's up with the land race strains. Are they still available? Is Durban poison yeah, really a, dur- a strain? They from really the- are available, and there's seed, and we have seed, and uh, we'll maybe we we'll have a pocket full of po- pocket full of it at Spanabis because um, you know it, it's this is this is the origins of it as a sativa line we believe, and um, it needs to be reintroduced into in, into indoor. Growing, I know. We, you know, the, uh, we met some guys in there, the sublimator guys in Amsterdam, and they're absolutely crazy about Angolan cannabis. And Angolan cannabis hasn't really got a name for itself in Southern Africa. It's not. It's still. It's a land race, and it's probably you know four or five percent THC, but again, a balanced plant. But they really, really want the seeds because they want to start crossing it and and messing with it, and um, it's sort of going back in time a bit to the origins of cannabis itself. There's a few seed companies in South Africa that carry the land races. Um, there's one called Nguni Seeds, which is N-G-U-N-I, Nguni Seeds. So oh. if you, you can look that up. Um, there's a few, but if we come to Denver, we'll bring you some. Yeah, that's what we like to yeah. hear. Adam, get excited. Get excited. And you like that this is like Woo. a four or five meter high plant. Uh, this, is, this grows to four or five meters if you let it, and it's three meters wide. But you want to cross it with something nice. I don't think you know. You don't really want to grow a land race. Not for us. We've become too much like connoisseurs. It's like drinking what we call box wine. You know, we drink. Yeah, wine yeah it's, like, it's like it's like drinking box you know? wine. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like box wine. So you rather want to have a nice merlot or whatever. But it's, I think it's useful for all of those clever plant people out there, who who cross the strains and and find you know find nice combinations and everything. I think the land races are very useful. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, to diversify the gene pool and, and yeah, you know, there's yeah. certain there's certain just flaws uh, that are in those that are in the commonly used strains that it would be great to be able to reinforce and make more vigorous. One of the like that. Is, uh, that I was reading up the other day is the longevity of the effect as medicine. There was the one guy who got onto one of our Facebook um, threads, he's an American, and he said that all of these expensive medical strains don't last it don't last long enough and the patients have to smoke too much yeah i would go i would kind of agree with that tolerance as far as like it would be great if it lasted longer that's 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 usually the case right would usually (laughs) 
Usually you want it to last longer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can we ask you a question about the medical, the state of medical in, in, in Denver? Because sure. it seems to us sure. looking at the press. That, um, am I correct in saying that some of the dispensaries are closing down because they don't want to be dispensaries anymore because they just want to dispense cannabis as cannabis? Well, so what happened is uh, certain, certain municipalities required them to make a choice. It wasn't that they just spontaneously made the choice. Uh, uh, but, but given that they had to make the choice, yeah, a lot of them saw the opportunity and didn't look back. And do you think that's the future? Because, we, uh, you know, our challenge is nothing to do with... Well, I personally don't believe in it being medicine as a different thing to being a recreational substance. It's the same green stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is. You, know, it, you, might, you might be able to optimize some, some uh, medical attributes of heavy indicas for back pain and stuff, but essentially, well, I don't see the difference. I, I just see it as a plant. I mean, my guess on the future is that we're, we're going to see it legalized in the U.S. for recreational use. But I don't know that they'll want us to extract it. I think I think BHO might get the brunt of the need to still so? fund these things, at least in the U.S. Uh, yeah, uh, they don't like the visuals. Eh? They don't like the equipment and all the stuff yeah. that goes with it. No, just, it scares people if they don't understand what's yeah. going on. Yeah, <laughs> If only they knew, dude, because it's only the people that that, uh, that that have never tried it that are against it. Yeah, it's just it's just so much different as a lifestyle using it on your body, on your chest, on your lungs, on your head. It's it's total clarity. Yeah, yeah. So well, actually, we, so actually, we're going to merge uh, another uh, another guest, and he he's actually in Barcelona. So you, you'll be seeing him next week. And I figure uh, we might as well. If you guys don't know, if you guys there. don't know each other already, we'll introduce you. And if you already know each other, well, that's usually the case anyway. Yeah. Um, we have Gato on the line. Have you, Gato? How you doing? Fine, Adam, everybody. Hi. Great. Hey. Hello, Gato. hello, Gato from Johannesburg. Hello, hello. Nice. Hi. So, everybody. Happy to be there. Thanks, Adam, for inviting me. I was just hearing about the oil, and I, I agree with all of you guys. Here in Spain, for example, or in Europe, like the last two, three years, everybody was excited, kind of trying to learn or, the, or understand the, the basics of it, com coming from the States, of course, but... Then uh, like a rush from Holland came and everybody's scared and the people who most attack is the people who don't understand. And yeah, like all you say, everybody who criticize or attack, they don't even know what they're talking about, but it's a general... <laughs> yes. Yeah, every time. Speaking of but oil in Spain, the, I heard... Uh, the but the rest here is cool. Everything's cool. I think if you came guys to Spanish, you're going to be surprised how much uh, Barcelona have been advancing all this year, all these years. Even with the club situation, is getting a little jeopardized because the city hall was a little. Oh. Oh. Hello? Do we lose Gato? Do we lose everybody? Do we lose everybody? Sorry, I lose you. We're no. back, we're back, we're back. <laughs> I was saying that the city hall was a little, little scared because uh, people was opening too many clubs too fast. So yes. a lot yes. of people who don't belong to the culture was going in just for money for, issues. Yeah. But yeah, they kind of filter and now the, the strong ones survive and, or the ones that are real. And I think when you came, you're going to find um, a sweet spot for this, you know. Not like Colorado or Washington, but we're at our Spanish rhythm growing one day at the time and I think it's positive you know and, and you all guys gonna love the scene here yeah oh, I think we definitely so where do we find you when we arrive in Barcelona it's our first time there okay we have a store here in in Barcelona called the plant which has been here for 15 years it's very known the plant is in Gran Bia 716 that's like our main office but I'm also opening 
a building that for Spanavis time is gonna be like the okay. Davadu headquarters for Mila okay. and her crew. But uh, that building is designed for be the first, or we, we have it this, uh, for design, the first wellness or healthcare holistic center just for therapeutic people, you know, for there, there's no medical, there's no medical program here. It's just recreational no, just or social, that. but they never, they never talk about it. So we want to start talking about it. Okay. Okay, oh, that sounds very interesting. And to and to make it from a therapeutic angle is really important to start off on the right foot. That it's not a medical angle that we that you have to be prescribed by a doctor and that has to be regulated by pharmaceutical companies. It's an alternative. It's, it's an, an alternative. alternative. Yeah, it's like homeopath. Yeah. It's like homeopathic medicine compared yeah, like to compared to normal medicine. So a lot of alternative yeah. therapies. We're gonna open one based on CBD and most of other ter- skin or body therapies, but no yes. THC for a while. No, and we're <laughs> for a while. Yes. Slowly, slowly. And, and then yeah. slather, we, we, slather we, we, it all we, over. We're going to donate for the first two years to every patient. Just in return, we want the data. You know, we want to collect the data to aim oh, to, okay. to, to fight the government in a sooner future. But yeah, it's going to be a free treatment for the real sick people and a real caregiver yes. like you guys start in the States. So we're going to have to start step by step here and yeah, create a medical program because the sick the real sick people don't have a safe environment to get to oh, have access yes. to safe medicine. And we're gonna have first floor is the test lab, and second floor is the therapeutic center. So it's a nice project. You, you all guys for sure and, love. And, and Gato, are you guys gonna be able to grow on site there, or is that gonna be somewhere? No, else? that's the good part because we we have a, the, the papers or the statutos is the name in Spanish. We are allowed to grow. We are a social club, but the whole scene with the social club is so jeopardized and cloudy that we don't want to give that step because a lot of people is growing for their own clubs, but it's kind of gray area. So we want to yes. first prepare the playground with the sick people and, and that's our, let's say, tip of the spear to fight them. And then we ask for TAC on a safe environment and they're gonna have to let us grow for the patients because nowadays you can grow for the recreational on a kind of uh, gray area thing, you know, because they can grow or buy in the street if the members of the association vote with a uh, hand, with a uh, up hand, they can vote. Let's say we want to buy, but that, that's a not good scene from the cops or from the government uh, decision. So it's better if you yeah. grow. So yes. the clubs are a lot of being closed because they grow more, more that they can, like, like that they're low or they want to do business under the table. Stupid things happen because humans yes. are weak, you know. But the <laughs> yeah, things no, if course. you do it properly and you really take care of your of your, or your associates and you really care about the community and you treat you yes. respect your business and your whole scenario is gonna work, you know? And that's what the government is looking for, for people who really belong to the culture and really want to give a service to the community. And if they succeed as a business, as a, as a, as a collateral effect of doing a great job, it's no, no problem with it, but they don't want a lot of yes. Pakistanis or Russians or whatever who want to invest in this and just become like a Amsterdam, yes. you know? That That's exactly what we we have to be scared of in South, uh, very very careful of in South Africa, is because people can see that it's going to happen. You know, within yeah. the next two three years, it is going to be legal here in South Africa. So we've got the sharks are circling around yeah, the country. The, yeah. the future have to watch because it's also a lot of people with hookups with government and a lot of power and, and weight that they can do moves against us and against our uh, yes. favor of them. So yeah, in yes. every country at their rhythm, we're working, and I think here is, is interesting because there's a lot of smart lawyers and a new generation of yes. youth that wants to 
don't want to be lied more, you know, they just want to have access to the truth. Yes, oh yes, completely. It's the youth that are on our side and come up with the most exciting <coughs> ideas. And I mean, we're quite middle-aged, and most of our our, our um, followers are sort of under thirty, which is very exciting it, it, to it's us. Good it's, to see there's there's new generations yes. starting the fire for us. It's good. Yes. And then, of course, then there's also the old people who are sick who are coming back to it because there's been a was always a tradition of cannabis medicine in South Africa. It's only a hundred years, so they're coming back to that traditional medicine thing, which is also very interesting. It's good to see the people going out of the closet <coughs> just because they see it in the media and they see fans yes. talk about it. But it's always been medicine. We always been medicine men. Right. Well, you know. That's kind of why we don't call it an alternative, Alessandro. Um, it can't be the alternative because it was the original. The pills are the alternative to the yes, original medicine. I love ah, that they're messing with our heads. They keep telling us it's the alternative. It's not. It was there at the start. And it's, it's even, even here in Colorado still. I mean, I, I saw a survey the other day. Um, and it was either uh, 45 or 50 percent of Colorado's residents that that utilize marijuana, not counting people that come from out of state for a visit. But Colorado residents that utilize marijuana still utilize it and have a medical card and utilize it for medical purposes. Um, I so. used to t I used well, to make a com sorry. I, I would say I used to make a comparison with friends that never been in the states or try to figure out what happened so fast there, which I'm really glad because I was raised up in the 90s in America, and I don't really imagine this was going to happen so fast. No, but no. I think like the, the, the subject or the political or government point of view is the only thing that changed because it's always been medicine and we always been patients and our dealer was always our friend. So they want to call it doctor and they want to call me patient and they want to call it medicine, but it's always the same thing. We're always the same people. We are good people. The drugs are the problem. Yes. <laughs> oh, don't start! Don't start! Exactly. Don't start! Exactly. <laughs> well, they know I that, and they know that they know that too, because they've arrested enough <laughs> drunk people in their lives to uh, yeah, they know to deal with, and enough stone people have woken up enough stone people in their car to go like, all right, you know, <laughs> now I'm gonna deal with the hardcore. So you're, you're, you know, you know the the, the the theory of the forbidden fruit. It's only <laughs> because it's it's only popular because it's illegal. Yeah. So now in Denver, yeah. gentlemen, in Denver now that it's legal, do you think? That uh, our argument is coming true in in Denver. That there are less and less people trying it because it's 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 passe. It's it, it, it's not worth doing it. And I'm pretty it sure that the next generation is going to be less and less when you're in a. I think so as well. Definitely yeah. in in kids, in it's not as cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool going to go quickly. Kids. It'll be like generation-wise, it'll definitely get less and less. I think it's, it's going to decrease high because I remember my first times in Holland, like in 2000 or 99. I was in, the, I was not teenager, but I was young, you know, and I was in the in the big glass, seeing how the Dutch kids were riding their bikes, and they look at us like, "How dumb you are, tourists!" You know, <laughs> yeah. they, they don't even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they see us like Americans getting high as a fucking killing our asses, and yeah. they just see that so normal. <laughs> Like the hookers, you know, see that you see the Japanese people getting crazy with the hookers, and for the dogs, yeah. it's, it's like seeing jackets on, on a fucking racket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I have this yeah. perception, and I see why all the war is not like this. You know, the, the, their society is like is like escape valves. You know, the prostitution on the grass was a good example in our countries. I have a lot of friends in jail for a join, or you know, in trouble looking for hookers. So when a society understands all this and just make it, let it play their role, is 
it's good in Holland. You never see problems for those two. Well, yeah, and I mean the thing is that now, but of course now it's a it's shrinking back there, so it's it's a different vibe. Why those motherfuckers are walking backwards? They make it work for thirty years and they see no impact on. I don't know. I mean, it's one of those. I feel so sorry for them. Yeah. It's just ideology. It's just what somebody thinks. It'll swing again when there's another political power. And you heard heard, another ideology. So, Gato. Times of change. We're seeing this tsunami worldwide. The truth is overcoming. The good is overcoming. The evil, you know, it's it's, it's, it's rare to see them walking backwards and sad. So, Gato, did you hear about the fact that they're now closed? Uh, or not closed, but they're in the process of uh, making it impossible to open up grocery shops or keep your grocery shop open there. And worse, worse than that, they're trying to make uh, make you guilty if you sell grocery supplies to somebody. So yeah. a friend of yours came for grocery supplies, so you're like a conspiracy or something. Like exactly. That. That's what I mean. They're trying to make it impossible. Like you know, you can stay open, go ahead, but every single time you sell something, you're you're liable for the yes. entire existence of that equipment. You I know? think making good weed is our artisan job. It's like making a handcraft, good music, or good completely. Completely. You have a right to, 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 to get paid for your skills. It's like making bonsai, you know, it's a real beautiful hobby. Yeah. I, think, I think one thing that we uh, we should learn from uh, Amsterdam in the Netherlands is, it you know, is the first place to use the word decriminalization. And, and, and when we think of decriminalization, we think of the Netherlands. It's do- it ne- doesn't work and it never will work. And this is what's happening in the Netherlands now. It's It's got too big for its status as being... Um, and like criminals. Too yeah. much years seeing that in your face, that big elephant, and you're giving the back to it. And now there's yeah, the big time. The, the, yeah, for sure. Mistake of playing blind for thirty years or more. Exactly. The, the, well, this is the price that they're paying now. They're trying to they're trying to stop the rut because. Um, the street is still the black market. There's nothing legal about anything, and the power is still in the hands of the wrong people. No, believe me, crime is gonna go higher and hard drop. Ah, watch! And a lot of shit is gonna happen in Holland if they keep in this direction. You know, it's I think so. Yeah. Well, you know, I have friends in the south. You know, in the in Tilburg, we have a shop, a coffee shop for 20 years, and now they have uh, friends that are getting in trouble for like their Belgium customers or people. They they're not even yeah. customers; it's friends. Friends for years that are looking for trouble for something that was normal for them. So it's really a stupid measure. I don't know what the government is going to gain. Yeah, the well, I mean, it's, it is a, it was a trend that I kind of saw, and that's why I left. I mean, I left five years ago because I said, oh, this place is, is, gone, is on the wrong path. And it, it takes, you know, seven to ten years to really cre- you know, create that full cycle. And now it's, it's in full swing where you're like, ooh, this is definitely not the place to be doing what we're doing. But I think your work in the state, guys, is awesome and it's making worldwide uh, echo and it's like world, like Bob Marley used to say, you can fool some people sometime, but not all the people yeah. all the time. Yeah, so big time. the whole world is awakening and the power yeah. of the media. Yeah, I mean, you the, saw you saw down Jamaica just legalized. I mean, it's getting crazy. Yeah, I was in touch with, Ron, with Tony from River Rock and he told me how deep and how much they're betting for it and how much they're trusting and I think it's the first in the Caribbean, who's gonna make it? Yeah, yeah, no, they already, they've already even uh, announced it, so it's crazy. On Bob Marley's birthday. Yeah, on- <laughs> nice, it's a great. Yeah, day. it was. It's, uh, they had it all premeditated and planned that that's what they were gonna do. Great. No, I think it's a great uh, sign for the world, and we're just. It's good to fight this war to win it. It's the only good war to be in part of, you know. And we have to yes. celebrate and 
Sometimes you feel guilty that you're gonna be part of something that is gonna become <laughs> uh, industrialized. But fuck, the corporation wanted the hippie must have something. Yeah, look. Yeah. Well, no, uh, no. Yeah, I feel the same. That we we uh, we can't we can't stop it. We, we, but we're not in it for that either. We just yeah, we just want to stop. We just want to stop people hate, being arrested for I it. I just hate the fact that we're gonna have to share tables with many people we never planned to. No, but it's the, it's the case. Yeah. You're going to have to meet the bankers, the media, the <laughs> pharmaceuticals, but we have to share this. It's a big, uh, as you say, agricultural crop for the planet, always been, like you say, for years, and they just hide it for 100 years. Now the truth is there, so we have to reorganize the world and get a good profit for the planet. It's not for a group, it's not for a country, it's for the humankind. We have food, we have fuel, we have... All that we know is true. We always know we were right. We, we, we were just the hippies, the yeah, smokers, that's right. the stoners. We just didn't have access to that much uh, hemp, you know. Now we have. Now, and, and the thing that's interesting too is that, like you know, I've, I've always said that, you know, cannabis and hemp can't really not cannot be separated. That's why my my shop was a hemp store that sold cannabis seeds. In my case, I, now that you mention, I paid two years in jail in Colombia just because I cannot prove to the attorney of law that my uh, debt was uh. hemp. Yeah. Just because of that, oh, just, yeah. because, oh. just because my law in my country was so stupid that they put me in jail just because it was cannabis on the gender. She don't want even to test potency because I know I go out if she allow me to test potency and prove I was not producing TAC, which is the substance the the Geneva Convention yeah. or, or my local law punish. And she say even if you're right, motherfucker, I'm not gonna give you the right to test this. Oh. You're, you're inside because you're too dangerous. You know too much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she put me two years inside for hemp. You know, I was doing a test trying to prove the government we can package our our coffee and our banana on paper and on sacks made of hemp. Mm -hmm. So we were getting a permission on a pilot like ten hectares just to make a test. Sure. And some some bitch inside the government is, uh, make a raid and, and made a test on the plants and say this is cannabis. This is not whatever he's saying it is and he's going inside yeah no same thing happened same thing happened in america in 94 uh, 95 when they did the first hemp plot here and it was literally just you know a couple of weeks away from harvest and they came through and just said no you know we don't even care we were just we're taking the whole thing i'm enjoying the new america from outside you know i want to go this yeah year. so I'm we really, i'm really enjoying what you guys are living now you know and i'm also hoping that this is a catalyst for all the legislators worldwide. You got them busy now writing and trying to run after Americans, and they have this in mind, like Americans are eating the cake alone, and that's good, because every country independent from their problems must be now, or fucking on too late in, every day, trying to make this fit on their economy. No, oh, yeah, everybody, yes. we, we have them all coming through here, too. We had Colombian politicians and... From from Uruguay and Colombia and you know all the different countries coming through checking out what's going on here and trying to bring it back to where they're at. So I think it's you know it is going to get global real fast. I think social issues like Colombia and Mexico is going to be difficult because of violence. But countries that has no violence involved in the equation, I think we're going to succeed easier in those. Yeah, well, yes, and with us, with us in South Africa, you know, we feel a certain responsibility for the rest of Africa because we have Swaziland and Lesotho mm -hmm. right here on our on our borders, and um, they're a huge cannabis producing countries. Swaziland doesn't really produce anything else, and so we have a responsibility to also look after the rest of Africa. And Africa is an enormous continent, so I'm wow. just hoping that. We can lead the way down from the south. How much we can lower the cost of the cannabinoids if a poor country like those start growing? Because nowadays it's an uh, executive exactly. price. 
We all exactly. have a speech and we all say we want to save the world, but if you go to numbers, what people pay nowadays for weed is expensive than Xanax. So where's the yeah. We need to we need exactly. to sell for make the lower the prices go lower world, worldwide. It's too expensive nowadays. It's too expensive, and and I think that Africa feels Africa in general as a continent feels a bit left out because there's so many other social problems and natural disasters and political mayhem that it's difficult to see the way. But if South Africa can show the way for the rest of Africa as a model, I think that the that when the rest of the African governments see what we you, can you do, you guys are the ones that has the power in that continent. Yes, the, the money, the power, the boys, the way over the world, you know, the rest of the countries in Africa are never going to be listening, but South Africa has the authority to say we have a cannabinoid-based program for medicine, low cost, yes. low impact, you can self-supply at least the continent and good. it's a good resource, cheap to make and countries should understand it better than it's a, it's, a, it's a solution, better than a problem for any country it is. It's a huge solution. So at the moment, we're working with Lesotho, Malawi, um, uh, Swaziland, and Morocco. So and what the tribes think? What the tribal people think? The, 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 I mean, the communities. They love the idea of turn this. They they they, they love the idea. Because there's too many people moving from the rural areas into the city. And when we go to the rural areas, they always say, hopefully it will keep the children at home. That because was when you speech to the Paraguayan yeah. government. You're just going to turn something they're doing for generations into something where the government can put a hand and give them social exactly. care. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. I love what you're doing down there. I will go someday with Adam or when we met. I would love to go to South Africa. I have good friends there. Yeah, please come visit. We'll introduce you to everybody. Also, a good thing that I can share with you guys there, and it will be a pleasure and an honor, is we're famous in South America because we tried to lower the cost of production to maybe $100 a kilo. And that was what I, I worked with the Uruguayan government for two years on that project. And that was my main speech. We have to lower the cost of production because this is food. If you throw, if you, or yes. flowers, this is not rocket science. If we take the illegality out of the equation, this got to cost the same of making a kilo of tomatoes or flowers. You yes. know what I mean? It's not more than that. So the agriculture got to make some profit, of course, but not 5,000 a pound or 6,000 no, a pound. Yeah. Nothing. So That's what we found when we were in Amsterdam as well, when we had 14 to 1 with the euro with the South African rand. And then oh. obviously we couldn't travel on the aeroplane with any flowers. So we had to buy when we got there. And it was like, for us, it was like 200 and rand. For a times outside the prices, they want quality. So you end up paying for what product? Super expensive. So that's not fair at all. Yeah, it was. It wasn't that great quality either. Wow. Yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. not. No, but you guys are coming from, you know, beautiful... Since Saddam, since Saddam left Amsterdam, it's hard to spot. To oh. There you go. <laughs> that was a good compliment, buddy. Thanks, 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 thanks for that one, Gato. Thanks for that one. <laughs> no, but yeah, quality is difficult nowadays. People is just running for the coin and yeah, but you, you still found it if you have good connections. But retaking the world for South Africa and for the poor countries, the greenhouse... And outdoors, outdoors with good techniques is the solution for getting access. Completely solution. Yes. The day yeah, we got lots and lots of space. We got loads of space and loads of sunshine. And I can't believe that we still haven't got a really big hemp cannabis industrial industry. 
It's and just crazy. There's uh, one hemp trial in the whole of South Africa at the moment. Is that it's, in its third year, it's in its third and final year for fiber, not I, medicine. Is that Tony? In the hands of the young politicians, the new generation of politicians got to be brave and enough, uh, you know, informed to fight for this because they are the ones that break the wall for... Yeah, it's, it's hard to be in yeah. the hands of a politician, but fuck, we are in the hands of, you know, they're the ones that write the law or make a little space for or, or start a medical program. You know, I see here in Barcelona, this is the easiest door that I can open with the, with the medical. Nobody saying no, you know, there's no health office or there's nobody who say no to a association of cancer or association of HIV or, you know, these people is always left. You know, when the system can do more for them, they are like hopeless. So if it's an alternative yes. way, people like to try it. So are you guys familiar with Tony Budden down there, our other friend? Yes, or? yes, yeah, he's, course, um, yeah. he's uh, one of a member of our Green Network on our nonprofits, and he's going to be an expert witness for our trial. Nice. And uh, yes, yes, we know him very well. Yeah, uh, he, he lives he, in South Africa's only hemp house. Exactly, exactly. And he, we had him on the show before, and he's a good friend of mine. But he also, uh, I saw some uh, fire shots from him. Oh, uh, man, it's so uh, sad. It's terrible, yeah. terrible. Cape Town is... Cape Town's uh, under siege. It's uh, it's just taking the whole of the mountainside out. And he was very very lucky. He was he was um, it was within meters of the hemp house last night. Really, and wow, there's, still, there's still no rain. And um, you know, take it. Cape Town's had a lot of fires over the years, but this one's a shocker. And there's people dead now. And uh, heaven knows about you know the birds and the bees and the microorganisms and the national parks and the. Uh, yeah, no, we had we had crazy. Start by local gangs or the governments involved or part of no, it's it's part natural and part encroachment of man on the environment. You know the the type of um, vegetation there. It's called feinbos. It's it's a very oh, unique. Okay, sure. um, yeah, it's a very unique. Um, I don't know what you call it. Type biosphere. Of biosphere, and it has to burn in at least once every ten years in order to germinate and so. It would have been an area when there was no people around. It would have been an area that would burn every year. I think it's like California as well. It's a bit like that. Kind of, yeah. But now Here with too. the humans so close and encroaching on whatever, now obviously people's homes and businesses are at threat. So it's a consequence yeah. of humans being there too many. Uh, it is. It, it is. Well, it's yes, also taking sure. all the water too. It doesn't help usually. Yes. You know? yes. <laughs> They have an ingenious thing because, you know, Cape Town's on a peninsula, so it's like this triangle jutting out in, on the southern tip of Africa. So what they do is they have these huge big helicopters with huge big bags underneath that they hang, and then they go and they scoop up the seawater, and then they, 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 they throw it on the fires. And that causes, that puts the fires out. It also causes a bit of damage because it's salt water. and yeah. but, but it's quite an ingenious way of controlling the fires. They've been doing it for the last two, three years, and it's... Um, it, it must be super windy in the peninsula, so the wind helps. Very, very, very windy. The whole of South Africa is really dry. That's why there is a drought on the street. The, the plants aren't uh, flowering off properly. There isn't enough water to put on them nationwide. So, uh, the, it, yeah, as we said earlier, it's doubled in price in Johannesburg now. So it's like, uh, you know, for a top end is $330, $30 for a gram. So 28 grams in an ounce. Wow. And what uh, the $30, time, says, $30 $900 an ounce. There you go, about $900 an ounce. What wow. the government says in general terms to the marijuana medical programs or to the Mars people does or what, what they have to say about it? 
Uh, what does the government have to say? Well, we have, um, I'm sure you've heard of Dr. Mario Ambrosini. He was a yeah. South African politician who, um, he got cancer. And he, he looked for alternative therapies. And he didn't only use cannabis, but that was one of the main things. And he got so very much better. And then he decided to write this medical innovation bill. Um, but then he had to go on a political business to England. And he was too scared to take his cannabis oil with him. So he went off the oil. And within three weeks, he'd had a bad turn in England. And they put him on morphine. Whoa. And then... He flew back to South Africa and he was very, very seriously ill and he was addicted to the morphine. He knew already. It took three weeks. And his mind, he's incredible. He, he had a, a big part in writing our constitution and he could feel his mind going with the morphine addiction. So he committed suicide. So it was oh. quite really dramatic. Now what's happening is the, poly, the, the politicians that were in support of his medical innovation bill are picking up the pieces and reintroducing it. And this now, now this actually, month, they get, it's going to go back into Parliament, this medical innovation bill for access for patients. But he has to die for them to listen. He, yeah. To get yeah. to, well, he had to die for the, for the story to be raised actually in Parliament because it never really gets that far. They never, they never talk about it. Everyone's sort of in denial about the whole thing. The world, world over, politicians think it's a death sentence to their political careers by... Yeah, they're going to burn themselves. Is that they, they, they think they have to be tough on this money. stuff. But if, they, if they talk to the people, the majority of the people think they're being stupid by being tough on this stuff now. Yeah, and there's a lot of big, so, big money too to be, you know, if you're politically, sure. uh, you, you can kill yourself and you can make, you know, lose a, lose somebody who's a big yeah. supporter in the long run because I'm sure those well, guys we had, get paid. We had our president's state of the nation address now on the 12th of February, so they did a, a, a poll across South Africa for everybody to to on Twitter to tweet the president and say what do you want. What, what do you want to address during the State of the Nation address? And two things came up. He must either resign or he must legalize cannabis. <laughs> and then the State of the Nation address came up and he didn't mention either. <laughs> he didn't do either, yeah. So, um, it's on the tip. They know, they know. They just don't want to deal with it. The president is 78 years old. Well, we've had, and we've had similar things here in the States when, uh, when Obama kind of put out his YouTube town hall thing, or really when Obama opens yeah. a public question, it's always cannabis is the number one issue. Yeah, nine and out his eight, response is nine always out of ten questions. And then, exactly. But on that, next question. Next question. Exactly. <laughs> and, and laughing without giving an answer, because they kind of know yeah. that, it, that it's too dangerous to give either answer. It's that laugh. It's the laugh that gets to me. Mm-hmm. You know, just fobbing it off. There's people sitting in jails, their lives are shot to pieces, and he's laughing. And other politicians do. They laugh it off and fob it off. Well, they forget of, the harms of prohibition. We notice the same, too, on the news here. Whenever there's a show. Whenever but it's that's about, super political in nature. It's like not talking to your daughter about sex when she's a teenager or evading it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. It's yeah, stupid. I, that always <laughs> leads to a great... Happen, you know? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, no, when they do the news here, they'll always laugh when it's cannabis. It doesn't matter if the story's serious yeah. or not. It's just always a kind oh, of a chuckle. Oh, it make you mad? Yeah, and they yeah. like to make a little quip or a pun or something at the end. It's, it's, it's oh, classic. Oh, hi, you know. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you, got, you got to say that the last few couple of years, the, the end of the Obama regime, there have been a few surprises. He is very subtly leaving a kind of legacy on 
on marijuana in your country. Oh yeah, at no. a, even at a federal level, you know, he is he is kind of turning into the good guy. He could do a hell of a lot more, but I didn't expect him to do what he's done so far. You, did you see that uh, now? They've just uh, the National Drug Authority has released a new set of guidelines on what to call people who take substances. It was in, it came out. I think it was in Huffington Post this morning. And um, it now, you know, you're not an addict anymore. You're not an ex-addict. You're a past user. It's to try and get the criminality out of it and the That's disgust out of it. That's a great step. That's a great it's step. It's a great step. And can you believe it was Washington that did it? Because in America, that record fucks your life. Yeah, yeah. but if, if America's leading the way like this, as you say, all the other countries are just going to follow suit because that's what they did in the first place in 1961 when everybody signed the charter to put it all under the same umbrella. Absolutely. And, and guys, uh, we want to continue this discussion. I think we're going to have another global cannabis episode in the near future because the response has been very excellent. But we do have to uh, wrap up. We had a little downtime, so we're a bit behind. But we're going to keep it moving. We thank yeah, you all for checking in and for kind of uh, introducing yourselves. And we hope that you'll... Yeah, it's you'll... a pleasure, Adam, to meet your friends and yeah. to have new friends in South Africa. And yeah, thanks for inviting me, buddy. Thank we you. Will, yeah, we no will problem. find you in Barcelona. Yes, and okay. we're going to go to bed now because it's quarter, it's quarter past midnight here. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh we have send to sleep. The love, send you all the love, guys, and big respect for your work. And yeah, receive all the support. I'm looking forward to meet you. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. See, we we got all crazy with time because we didn't know what was. Well, going. no, because the I we know, had the outage. Know, how long yeah, was that? Fifteen minutes or there so. You go. So. Boom! That was it. Boom! Perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. No, that was Dude, very good. And I couldn't. That was a great episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. We had it to make we had to make a lined up, but everybody's a little. It's really hard to get good connection down there. That's for sure. Like my, my guy, I got a good phone connection, but. Internet, internet's way. not so good. Yeah, what do you think? Good episode. As you can, your mic's you, back on, so you can you can talk. You can talk. You're loud. You can, yeah, yeah, you can get nuts. Good episode. Yeah, it was really good, and it was uh, it was all you know the the highs, the lows, the yeah, the in betweens. Just because it's crazy to like get perspective for a moment. Like here we are, and everything's normal, and it's our everyday life, and we have all we have our like weed legal prob legal weed problems. Like oh, yeah. big first, weed legal first problems. weed problems, I believe is what it is. Yeah. And and yeah, there are people we out also there have with a dragon like, in studio. Did you guys hear that? We had a yeah, we had what was a dragon. that? Is that your dog yeah. again? There's a dragon. He's mm. dreaming. Oh, great! Swayze's ghost love motorcycle talk, buddy. Yeah, he's the only guy I want to. Because he wants to see, he wants to see me you crash, crash a exactly. motorcycle. <laughs> that's what he wants. To hear. No, that's what he, got. he didn't really like the talk. He liked the crash part for sure. That's uh, good stuff. Um, and uh, no, hey, what's going on? Don't be out throwing us yet. And then uh, to hear the the uh, Swedish side. Wow, Mental Floss says Team ADS, one of your best shows in my opinion. Tyler Dodd says yes. 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 Wow. What was Keep you know? lauding us. Laud us. Continue <laughs> lauding us. Guys, if you really do like this show, check this out. Okay. If you're watching on adamdunshow.com, and I think even if you're watching on live stream, you can go above the show. I know a bunch of you have clicked the heart to the left. That's Okay. But click the Facebook like to the right and the tweet to the right. Those really accumulate and make a difference. Uh, and don't forget, post in the forum. Just talk to each other. Continue the conversation. Because here's the deal. I can't pull the episode off the page because you guys are still talking in the chat room. So I'll give you a forum. Figure we can we keep everyone in touch. Show off your herb. Whatever. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect.
put your money where no your dick, mouth is. No dick shots, please. No dick no, shots. No dick pics. <laughs> Look, someone said Ryan's cool. Oh, it's Swayze's. Oh, Ryan's no cool. Swayze, Swayze says Ryan's cool. Hey, cool thanks, man. Swayze. Appreciate it. it. Thanks, Swayze. <laughs> After he tells me, he's like, I want to see him crash the motorcycle. Well, I didn't say that. Did I mean, I, I kind of did. We embellished that. It's cool with me. I mean, like I said, give me a free jacket, I'll crash, I'll crash the shit out of that thing. Fuck. Um, so, uh, yeah, activism. Shouts, activism. Out. You were, you were a big activist. Activism? activism? I was an like activist. the gaming company? You're a big that's, that's, where, that's where, that's where, that's where we met. We met. At activism? activism? You're a big act. Not at Activision. The gaming company? Yeah. Activision. That's cool. Yes. Yes, you were a big activist. You were leading the way. You were fighting the fight. Fighting Did you lay down fight. in front of some tanks or some shit? No. 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 <laughs> no. Fuck that. No. <laughs> no. But you were there with some scraps, right? She tied herself to like a tree or... No, no, he's not no. a tree hugger. That. That's stupid. No, no, that's some. No, fuck that. That takes. No. Did you wear a mask? No, I bandinoed. I bandinoed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bandinoed. That's a little that's scarier. Scary. Nine times out of ten. What? When you're all masked when up? When you have like a bandana covering yeah. your face? Yeah, it's definitely more intimidating yeah. than like a mask. Yeah, it gets hectic. I actually yeah, was. Uh, I am known for uh, during during when people lock did the lock their arms thing to like stop the police from doing something. Mm-hmm. I ran over and like lit their J, gave them J's and lit them and like I gave them little rips. People, I was gonna say I thought you were you gonna know, say I went over and lit them on fire. Yeah, yeah, give them a little, give them a little, little. <laughs> you give them a little power <laughs> up, <laughs> little power up. Right, right. It was pretty cool too because I would like run <laughs> right in front of the cop <laughs> and do it. And no one, no one, it was cool. No yeah. one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and the cops' concerns, it was cool. Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. were sweating So you weren't the person linking hands to stop the police. You were the person sitting off to the side being the like, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I was getting them high. I was getting them yeah. high. <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on. Come on. Everyone's got to do their things. Yeah, what'd you do? He went to Taco what, Bell. What he went to Taco Bell. <laughs> And he was eating that, well, and he yeah, threw his wrapper probably on the ground. I, I took part of Occupy Red Robin. <laughs> <laughs> South Park, South Park reference. I got it. I come for the South the Park reference. And the, the, the bottomless fries. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, the uh, I don't know. I was I wasn't really there. I don't think it was during my. In the Your 90s, generation, there was too many. Your generation, like, yeah, like yeah. I'm pretty sure in the nineties, that was like yesterday. That was like two was when years that was ago. in the nineties. <laughs> was really when. Uh, but I was born in the nineties, so uh-huh. I was like, you were like between zero and ten from nineteen right. so to two thousand. So then, so then, where were? What about your college years? How old were you when you were in college? Are you fucking. I was as old as everybody else in college. Eighteen to twenty. I mean, what and what and what years was that? What years was that? 2000, 2008 to two thousand thirteen. So no political things happened in that time. No. Obama, Obama, first black Obama, president, Obama. right? And so were you involved uh, in like were you pro? No, you no, pro I Obama? I've, I've never voted for anything in my life because I don't care. Um, oh well, <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about it all in a, in a <laughs> nutshell. Uh, but no, I in do remember nutshell. the crazy. The, I mean, it was a, there was like when when it was announced that Obama won in uh, in Kusan, that was crazy. People were were jumping all over and throwing stuff and breaking shit. It was wild. And the Phillies winning the World Series was probably the biggest, seriously, the biggest collection of people I've ever seen in one place in Philadelphia. I mean, you. The Why entire, are we talking about the Phillies winning? How the did World that's 
Why did that get to do it? Because it turned into essentially what you would see at a protest. Cars on fire, people falling off light posts. Because you guys don't know how to celebrate. Because that's what a protest is about. It's winning the It's like winning the World Series. Okay. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, we were protesting the fucking Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Get the fuck out of our city. Why? Southern accent. You lose. Get the fuck out. Okay. Shout outs. Let's wrap this up. His blood sugar is low. We need some candy. I'm tired. Oh, man. An almond Snickers would be so good right now. Mm. You're going to shout out the candy bar. No, no. No, that's your shout out. That was it. That's it. Done. Done. That's your wish. It's done. You get a chance to do your shout out. Come on. Jenna Lee, shout out. Of course. Of course. Tell everyone how how killing it. I think I did just tell them. Tell them how to check it out. Yeah, well, of course. When is it? And tickets Boom. are at theorientaltheater.com. Yeah, like 18 bucks, right? Uh, I believe so. So 18 bucks, that's your cover pretty much to get into the seed, mm-hmm. the the yeah, pop-up yeah. seed bank. Will we have any freebies? I might have some freebies. Nah, we'll have some freebies. I'll have freebies. 18 bucks, that's easy. It's that time of year. It's that time of year. Uh, bam, I guess it's my turn, right? I guess so. I guess so. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece. Oh, we have to give a shout out to uh, shop.hoodlab. Shop. Uh, I always forget. I always get all snargled on that one. Um, one more week also, if you guys have a shop out there and you you want to stock Hoodlam in your store, you got, or you know a friend who's got a store, or you're about to open up a store, or in, before September you want to open up a store, you definitely should give us a shout. Uh, you got one more week left and not even... It's getting quicker by the, by the second. Uh, also, shout out to the little the little one, little Nick, the little Swedish prince. Yeah, he's he's, he's going crazy, dude. It's unbelievable. He, I said he, that he, Bart Simpson picture. Every great. day I'm I think about actually every day when him t- now that it's getting so cool with him. I'm thinking about you how it's coming around the corner. I'm like it's so much cooler when they can communicate better because now that he's he tones down. You know exactly what he's saying. You know exactly what he's doing. It's not like guesswork all the time because you know what's crying? going on what's in his going head? on yeah. oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, not totally that's for sure but <laughs> that's never gonna that's not gonna happen but but it is pretty interesting like he's uh getting super creative and went out and now he's got his first babysitter that we like actually oh, wow him. how old is she what do you want like? <laughs> no 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 don't come on no not for me because it's nick so you have to think of how old his first she's not like a she's not a kid she's not like a little no but is it somebody that is is it somebody that is younger enough that he could see that babysitter as like oh that's it's my babysitter like remember when you had your first babysitter man what was the point absolutely not when you were kids and you had a girl babysitter your parents didn't hire like a 40 year old granny that would come over and be like oh like i'm gonna be your babysitter no they hired kids from down the street so i'm just asking don't worry she's a professional so it's a professional, so it's something no. I didn't hire her like a professionally, but she is actually a professional. She's like, <laughs> she did a professional nanny kind of girl. Right. She knows so Nick can't she, have the hot the professional because she's probably she's way hot for you. What are you talking about? We're not oh, talking about me. forget it. She's way too hot for you. Kid, get over, get over my babysitter, right? I'm not. Oh my god. God. Jesus. Chat room, chat room is loving this, by the way. Right. It's okay. It's fine. Get Everybody over. knows their remembers their first babysitter. I don't want to fucking hear that shit. I don't no, know if you do remember your first babysitter. I totally remember I, my first babysitter. My, my first. Baby- that's not everyone, Ryan. You are no, not everyone. No. That's my, not my a mom. My mom told me that everyone. My mom. You're right, because there's no songs about 
people and having the hots for their babysitters. There's no movies without that happen oh. ever. That's not what a, are you uh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? You're joking with me, right? That you that this is you're making this seem like this is weird. Why is that weird? That is a total He's thing that people have in, in uh, American pop culture. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you're joking, or like that's this, that's like trying to say like you've never had the hots for one of your friends' <laughs> mom. Are you serious? <laughs> All right, you're going in the you're, you're going. That's not the real. That is a normal down. thing. You now, guys I was just about to do. Gay, I was, then, I was about to shout out one of your friends' moms. Well, I'm about to shout out my mom, so that is kind of weird. Boom. You know? No, but no, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying you <laughs> have the hot for your mom. My second. Just, oh, ch- oh, Jesus oh. so anyway, I, I was going to do a shout out to my mom. Thank you very much. Thanks for making it weird, Ryan. Not weird. Thanks for making that one. Yeah, thanks for making that one all weird. Uh, holding it down at the farm. <laughs> uh, I was going to also say, like, what she told me that back when I was a kid, that I don't remember this because. Then how are you about to say she told you this if you don't remember? Kid, because I remember what she told me. <laughs> <laughs> it's this common, common way of using language. Anyway, she uh, said that my babysitter when we lived in Chile in Arica, Chile, which is down in the northern tip, right? Uh, she would just hand me off to like the people who worked out in the fields and they'd put me on their back and go out and work the field then see that's why i don't remember I don't your think they were hot your babysitter fucking suck chilean babysitter that would toss you to random field workers and yes. they'd strap you to their back yes and then that is not a cool babysitter well that was i got to learn some work no, ethics i got is, some work that is not learning work ethics how old were you yeah, obviously young enough young to be strapped, to be strapped, on strapped a, to a, a back. back. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> no well, well, point is, Obviously, no. they got him back. I'm alive. What do you mean? My babysitter <laughs> would like... Tiddly wings? Right. I'd come over in my and we'd play like Hungry Hungry Hippos or she'd like... I'd like climb the tree. Hungry Hungry. And naked? Were you naked? good person. Were you naked? I'm a good person. Were you naked? I'm a good person. Were you, na- were damn you naked? Sure. Were you ever naked with your babysitter? No, I was never naked. Well, I mean, maybe you when I was younger, time. if you had tried to be, me. Like you but like, yeah. with memories, no, I don't. I was oh, never see, naked. Oh, so you had babysitters before, and you didn't remember. That's, what, that's but, the whole. But point that was of your like discussion. my grandmother and my aunts and stuff. That's like when <laughs> you were young. You don't have you don't have a stranger babysit your. <laughs> All right, I'm wrapping the shout out. I was shout out to my beautiful wife Reese and amazing little baby Farron, who's drawing now. Drawing, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you. I got some paintings. Yet? Yeah, two on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Tops are coming. There's a little two on the bottom. Tops. That's a bad image. She's kind of got the bulldog look right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So funny. <laughs> oh man. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. A bunch of people hung in. There's 66 people who just like to hear our bullshit. Well, you know, we, we, we can be funny sometimes. Not really. Yeah. We don't want to say we are, though. Well, if you uh, want to see Ryan crash his motorcycle for a hoodlum. I do. I do. Generalist, yes. Do you want to do it at 420? Should we no. just do it? No. no, no it's, 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 it's too 420 would ruin everything. What do you mean ruin everything? I'd be in, like, be pain awesome. and shit all over for No, I'm not doing it at 420. <laughs> He's, he's going he's to d- dump it with a hoodlum on, and, and he's going to prove that hoodlum is a good oh, okay. motorcycle-esque. Yeah. Well, for his bike, it can work. It's like crashing a fucking doesn't matter. 35 miles moped. an hour is 35 miles an hour. It's, the, it's speed is speed. The speed is <laughs> speed. No, I said speed is speed, whether you're on a, on a skateboard or on a motorcycle. It's if you have speed. insurance, you probably won't have it much longer than yes, that sort of thing on the internet. Yeah, they'll probably find that. Yeah, they're gonna I'm, find I'm you're, you're done. You're going down. <laughs> okay, one, once again, uh, yeah, your name is definitely, I believe, in the uh, show notes, spelt correctly. Yeah. Ooh, Don't worry, insurance. Right. Oh, insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, Thank if you, you like the much. show, please click the Facebook like button. One of you guys did. We're watching. We'll keep doing it if you keep liking it. Otherwise.
That's it. We quit. We're going. We're fucking moving to London to sell weed because apparently it's seven hundred dollars an ounce. That's it. That's it. Peace, guys. Forty records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And I'm your co-host, Mitch Shinasa. And I'm a kid. Uh, Getting everything. We got like ZZ Top going beard. on here with, yeah. no, with only one beard. Only one only beard. One beard. It's like Everybody's Z-top. named beard. It's a trio. We're a trio Z-top. today. Oh, yeah. I know. We're a trio. Uh, tree. Tree. Oh. Do you have your laptop right Oh, I can't hear it because I have my headphones on, but you're right. It is silenced. Right. The laptop is silenced. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Boom, boom, boom. boom. We're here. We're here. Technology. Different camera angle. I'm a bit confused. We're all crazy. I know. Who oh, oh, is there. that? Uh, way over uh, there now. Uh, so. International Day. Inter- yeah, we're, you know, because it's, it's that day, right? It, what's it today? Is. It's the Million Marijuana March? It's going up. Well, it's all month, actually. It's all oh. over different places, different times. I think two days ago it was in France. So they had one in France. It would be cool if they have place we French it's listeners. Place, yeah, it's the one place we didn't get. So if there is a French listener, yeah. or you just happen to be in France, that's even better. Like, if you're like a... You didn't even know what was going on, and then a million people were marching. It wasn't really a million. There's never quite a million of those million. Total people. worldwide, maybe. I you think know. they're definitely worldwide. Would have to be. I'd hope. Would have to be otherwise. Uh, what else? Amsterdam was terrible. There always be like thirty people at those. Because you don't need it. <laughs> no one care. They'd be like, "What march?" Now they do. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully, they now they have some real marches. The cool thing, uh, I mean, global cool cannabis system. reform means a lot more to you than me. Like, I, I've been to America. I was at, in Canada once, and I've been to Mexico, and I've been to Amsterdam. Been but Amsterdam. like, yeah, I never been to South Africa or Spain or any of the places. You know, a lot of the places we're well, hopefully from today. now that it's starting. To well, I can't up. go there because weed's illegal. Obviously, there's just like no reason for me to go there. Right now that these places are going to sort of chill out a little bit, I think you're going to see people. What's going on now? Nothing. Sorry, the kids having trouble. Tech talk. Tech talk. Yeah, but yeah. no, we're going to see uh, people now. Can, you know, hey, I think I can travel there now because there's a, a whole new. It's worth going. There's a whole new side to it. But yeah. do they have good herb? Is the question. Just because well, they have herb doesn't mean. I mean, the thing is, back in the day, even when we were traveling, you were getting crappy herb all the time too. When you were traveling, that's why I didn't travel. I only traveled to Amsterdam. But sometimes you scored here and there, and if you knew the right people, which sure. is you know now which it's is becoming a, a lot easier. Yeah, especially if you know. The, the right guy. Hey, I know high folks in places. I don't know people in high places, but I know high people in places. Yeah, very good. Was very actually good. Adam's business card for a while. Thanks, thanks for that. Thanks yeah. for that. But no, in general, it was. Uh, oh, back in the day, it was a lot harder because there was no internet and there was no, you know, 
fucking Instagram and people right. didn't just like interest, interest instantly know where they were or who the people around them. It was like we had to work hard. Man. It was hard work. It was. And now the walls are breaking down and and some places the walls are going up. So we're going to travel the world today. Travel it. Yeah. And other new shit. What do we got that's new this week? New. Oh, you know what we got? We got a chat. We got a forum now. We have our own forum. Yeah, if you I, go to adamdunshow.com, you were informed. I was informed nice. about five seconds ago. You go to adamdunshow.com, right to the right of home is forum. You click forum, boop, scrolls down, and I have the reference material. Basically, when we have notes from the show or links or whatever, I'm going to post them here so it stays there rather than in the chat where it like, scrolls away real quick and then no one can see it. Nice. Also, Matt Riot is on here posting, speculating, is Adam done? As Adam himself has wondered, the guy from 300... Oh yeah, I've, heard, I've had a few people reference. No, that. I know, I know. It's it's, it's good that someone is, <laughs> you're not the only one. Not only people. Who... I wanted to do a 300 grams of weed versus like all the fucking weed in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And have a little like claymation thing. They're Persians, so it's got to be hash. It's got to be, be 300 grams of weed versus all the hash. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Just like you know, kind of a animation version would be pretty dope. Nice. So, nice. all right, who are we talking to today? You want to go over? We got first give us up. The list. Give us the list. All right, first up, we got. Greg from Cure UK. My buddy well, Greg. Yeah. You know him well, yeah? Yeah. I didn't know comes, that until after I booked him. Yeah, no, it's awesome. He comes with, he used to come by the shop, or I'm sure he still does. Uh, and yeah, he's pretty much the UK activist in my mind. It was funny when you said, like, I was like, who'd you get from the Who UK? could you possibly have got? Well, who did you get? And I was like, oh, well, there you go. Well, so you got the one, yeah. He's got the, the, the one good guy. No, there's, yeah. there's other people there, obviously, fighting the fight, but he's been doing it for longer than most, that's for sure. And, and he's been over here, and he knows what's up. And you He's know, knowledgeable. That's He's yeah, like, he talks worked. about it like a... An American talks about sure cannabis, whereas that's level of sophistication is not necessarily there. Uh, then we got the folks from Canada, Sir Sweden, Canada, Sir Nelly and Jens calling in. Big ups to CC for setting that up. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. be that was tough too because and that's a total one of them is what complete opposite sides of Sweden, right? One's really Ooh, north, that's, and one's really tough. that's tough with the internet. Well, yeah. well, <laughs> no, internet, it's the internet. You know, because we're sitting here in Colorado. <laughs> I mean, really think about it. That's like, but that's like trying but it, to. But it is interesting. Set up Sweden is a very t- like well, long it's, country. It's, right? it's very cool that we have extremes now. We have yeah. we have the. Opposite polar polar opposites. Polar <laughs> opposites. Dun, 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 dun. Is northern Sweden like the North Pole pretty much? It is. It's wow. Like, it is Santa Land. Yeah. We, can, we can ask them mostly questions about Santa. They have reindeer and mushrooms that make you yeah. fly. Oh, we can do the mushroom time. Oh. That's way off topic, but let's but do it. We'll sure. Straight, let's tie we'll back go, to the Christmas episode. Let's go straight to mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we got uh, Jessica LaRue, the cheesecake lady. Oh, she was at. She's coming out. She, yeah, she it's at? a good yeah. show, right? Yeah, cool. She was at the Cannabis Economic Conference oh, yeah, in New funny. York. I saw that part. I didn't see. Yeah, that. so she went to this conference, and they were like, "Well, oh, I know she was Do there. not take notes or tell this to anyone else." So oh, she I was like it. live tweeting from the I event. Saw that. I was so we're gonna we're gonna get her to say it all on the internet, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we got the Daga couple in South Africa. They're they're major activists. I'll post their website too. They sent me a link today. Major activists down in South Africa and. Definitely uh, seem to be leading the way. Our our, uh, our African connect. Remember our South African buddy who called in, who's a listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, he connected me with them, and they you know they seem to be like the cure UK equivalents, right? As far as personalities. Uh, then we got your buddies. Who do we got? We got who do we uh, got? What we get from Barcelona is going to give us. I mean, he's not really much of an activist because I think I'm going to go. We're going to do positive, and you know we're going to hit the places that are really on the up, like. Barcelona right now there's more clubs uh than obviously than here because there's nothing here going on proper but they have really a, a plethora of clubs there that are all in all styles and he he's in 
a sort of integral part of the whole scene there. Uh, he's been on our show before, Elgato, but he's uh, also was responsible for that awesome grow in High Times back in the day, which was, you know, of course, high, you know, we were at the top of the list, so it was the best thing ever. But, but no, in general, it was a fucking awesome uh, endeavor because he did 127 varieties. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, documented it like top quality. Yeah. You know? And in the jungle and like just awesome, you know, just like all about it was like, you know, just the photos of the washing machines, how clean they were. <laughs> like he had like on donkeys, he brought them. Oh, up. he's the dude who did the donkeys. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. The donkey dude. <laughs> I don't know if he wants nice, to be known as the nice. donkey dude. And, and then, then we have uh, Dr. Barnhill, which is uh, from a company called Apollon, and they're in Jamaica. Again, not activists. These guys are, you know, going to be part of an integral system down there, I think. And, you know, it's about to happen. That place just announced uh, pretty much legalization, right? So yeah. It's, yeah. It's, get, it's getting crazy. The world's getting crazy. So he just happens to be there, so I thought we'd see what the, you know, man on I the street. it's about time. It's man on the street in Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah, because it's like different phases because, like, all right, they're they're past the point, not past the point of activism, but the activism has worked there, and right. and just logic right. has worked there. I right? mean, and, and again, it's not like it's not like it was ever uh, highly frowned upon there anyway. I mean, I've been there multiple times, and literally from the second you get off the damn plane, people at the airport offer you ganja. From the second you get off the plane, people who yeah, work but is at it the airport, good ganja. No, oh, absolutely not. No, Which I've gotten some of the worst ones from uh, airport employees. However, well, of course, the airport <laughs> airport employees sell <laughs> well, badly. The things <laughs> yeah, like two people are like, oh man, I'm. Glad I could you glad I tuned TSA? in to learn something today. Could you, you know, imagine like, if our TSA like you just flew into Denver and TSA was like, "Yeah, come here, need some herb, you need some herb." Yeah, I could imagine that actually. That doesn't. That's, I saw the dudes uh, Seattle TSA and well, the baggage handlers all the weed they're taking on the really. It'd be yeah, like that's the, cool. The weed on the people going out of town leave their weed and then they in the just amnesty bin it. and they just <laughs> pick it up and sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I would imagine. Um, so uh, yeah, so we got like kind of a pretty worldwide. Yeah, we're going around the world today. Around the world, and we want to thank everyone for the crazy response last week. Yeah, great response. Over three thousand views in a week. That doesn't happen often. You know, and we have. I can finally announce that after after today's episode, all the podcasts are done. Ready to go. Oh, they that's a ball. They're done. There's there's not even a claim. It's done. They're done. Ready to go. They're, they're converted to MP3. Uh, ID3 we, tagged. They, I have a converter. We need to convert them to MP3. Yeah. They'll be uploaded All after the show. Right. Including, there's including a possibility of the technical. There's a possibility we can have tech talk there's after no, this. No, it's all done. So after tech this talk. episode, the, the podcast will be up, and uh, we're going to start. I'm going to start working on cutting all the uh, the videos together to make sure that they look okay too. Right on. Got some news. I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard the sound. There's a sound that I hear usually before I read news. Sound that you like to hear? From the Daily Caller survey, majority of Americans support legal marijuana. The General Social Survey, an authoritative study of public opinion conducted every two years, has found for the first time ever, 52% of Americans support marijuana legalization. While forty two percent oppose. Approximately seven percent remain undecided. A total of one thousand six hundred <laughs> too high to too high to make a decision at that point. Uh, one thousand six hundred eighty seven respondents were asked about legal marijuana during the groundwork for the survey last how year. How many? One thousand six hundred eighty seven. It's not very many. No, that's how that's how three hundred twenty three people represent our whole listener pool. I understand, pool. but that's still a pretty small for that. It's kind statistically of a major relevant statistic. sample, buddy. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's right, weird. When you once you get over a certain number, yeah. It's weird. Um, <laughs> it's weird. That's what it is. Right. Since 1990, when support across the country was pegged at just 16%. Can you believe that? 
Seats oh, 19, so in 1990, that, there was only 16% of people who thought that everyone was on coke back right. then. They were all coke heads. Yeah, they didn't care is that what it was? Yeah, pretty much. And, and you started THC at 89 or 90? Right around then, yeah? Uh, no, I was still working at Sense then. I was at oh. 93 when I started. Plus, you, I feel like you have to take in consideration to how many people actually then were for it and didn't want didn't to come out and say, hey. Well, and that's the other It was thing. also like Gulf War time and all the shit <laughs> was going down <laughs> and people were lame. It was like the lamest time. It was, one of, it was, was that the lamest time for America? We it was bad. one of the lamest times, yeah. That's one Did you the, try to play it down when you lived in Amsterdam? Like, oh, no, 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 I'm Canadian. I'm Canadian. No, I hated him. I was, like, adamantly against America. You were adamantly? Yeah, adamantly. Yeah. No, but I, I was, was done with America. I was totally adamantly done with America. Yeah, exactly. That's how I would say it. <laughs> nice. Coined phrases. Keep pulling you back in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The beard kept me Adamantly done. done. <laughs> you like that, huh? No, but the... Uh, the vibe there was so lame. It was really weird. I, I worked at Sense. The reason I, I got a job at Sensi is because it was so, like, meager at that time. The, any American that actually came over was pretty cool, you know, because they didn't care about the war. They didn't, you know, they didn't, because people were getting warned, like, don't go to Europe and don't do this. Don't go to Amsterdam. Don't, you know, there was, like, every day something. Right. And all we did, literally, was sit in Sensi and watch, like, missiles go down fucking chimneys and shit, you know, because that was all they showed on TV. Right. And it was like... Ram down your, and then you know how they changed that vibe. Like they were, later on, they were like, oh, "We shouldn't have done that because that was kind of like entertaining people with violence. with war." You know what I mean? It was like literally exactly what people wanted to see. You know what I mean? No, it was, it was, they were like, "Yeah, look at that chain guns," and you know, it could that. only be better if you gave them controllers and they could actually control the exactly. soldiers. That would be the only way to make exactly. war. No, but it was crazy. So it's like it was like a weird. Sick kind of time, you know what I mean? Like I, I was so glad I escaped America. I was like, oh, I'm so glad. So I'm only sixteen percent at that time were in favor of legalization. Yeah. So now it's fifty five percent. So it's a different that's time. Awesome. That's awesome. It's no. different. They grew and, up, but they got they all grew up. To me, changed. what's even cooler though is that yeah. voters in Colorado, it was fifty five percent. Now it's fifty eight percent. So it's like. Now that we've seen, we've been convinced it should have been legal all along, and that to me is almost more telling. Yeah. Um, well, that's all right. good. Good. The first of a bunch of kind of ridiculous news. Oh, there's, there's a good. I like that headline. <laughs> NYPD, a Washington Post. NYPD commissioner blames legal marijuana in Colorado for increase in New York shootings. Why? Because they have better weed over there to deal with, or something. At a news conference Monday, New York Police Department Commissioner Bill Bratton blamed a slight uptick in violence in the city. 45 homicides at this point last year, 54 this year. In all of New York City, like nine. To go back to those statistical significances, yeah. nine in New York City is not a statistically significant number, just to no, throw you that's that. that's true. Um, it seems kind of, well, this is a, during this year alone, or that's what, so like we're talking the second month. You know, it just says in New York. I couldn't tell you about okay. it. <clears throat> the seemingly innocent drug that's been legalized, or this is a quote from the police commissioner, the guy who's in charge of the police says, right. the, of the like, biggest police force in the country and probably in the world, mm -hmm. the seemingly innocent drug that's been legalized around the country. In this city, people are killing each other over marijuana more so than anything we had to deal with in the 80s and 90s with heroin and cocaine. Oh, my God. In some instances, it's a causal factor, but it's an influence in almost everything that we do here. So, so I think they're like, oh, there's weed here. Like these guys were smoking weed. So they're trying to essentially say that now that Colorado has weed legal, it plays a part in pretty much everything that all of its residents do. 
in this particular well blames them for the shootings and r- right, killing and right, each right, other right, specifically right. for the increase because there were nine more shootings he's almost saying that nine people were shot this year over Colorado because weed is pretty much pot. what he's saying yeah well but did they again but they neglect to mention that in the first year of recreational marijuana in the recreational side alone they made 60 million dollars in taxes yeah cuz we're talking about New York this is New York that's the other point. But Let's talk I mean, about this. Oh, Hold this, on. This next one is the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me, give me another ding. The DEA warns of stoned rabbits if Utah passes medical marijuana. They're getting, they're getting real desperate. Stoned now, rabbits. Yes. Yes. Utah. I read, I read this one. This oh is, this my god. Utah is considering a bill that would allow patients with certain debilitating conditions to be treated with edible forms of marijuana. If the bill passes, the state's wildlife may, quote, cultivate a taste for the plant, lose their fear of humans, and basically be high all the time. That's according to testimony presented at a Utah, to a Utah Senate panel last week by an agent of the Drug Enforcement Administration. The, the, the exact quote is awesome. Yeah. I deal in facts. I deal in science, <laughs> said Special Agent Matt Fairbanks, who's been working in the state for a decade. He is a member of the marijuana eradication team in Utah. Some of his colleagues in Georgia recently achieved notoriety by raiding a retiree's garden and seizing a number of okra plants. Okra. Fairbanks spoke of his time eliminating backcountry marijuana grows in the Utah mountains, specifically the environmental costs associated with large-scale weed cultivation on public land. Quote, personally... I have seen entire mountainsides subjected to pesticides, harmful chemicals, deforestation, and erosion. He said the ramifications to the flora, the animal life, the contaminated water are still unknown. Fairbanks said at some illegal marijuana grow sites he saw, quote, rabbits that had cultivated a taste for the marijuana. He continued, one of them refused to leave us, and we took all the marijuana around him, but his natural instincts to run were somehow gone. <laughs> No, that's amazing. So stupid. <laughs> that's a dumb quote. Dear oh man, you're telling me an animal's going to hang around an area where it has food of its preference? No. Well, this this article points out no. that uh, now regarding rabbits, some wild animals apparently do develop a taste for bud, and yes, do do? best to keep it away from your pets, but I don't know how that the occasional high rabbit constitutes grounds for keeping marijuana prohibition in place. Any more than drunk squirrels, right? Are an argument. For, have you seen like the drunk monkeys and drunk yeah, squirrels? Yeah, absolutely. They get into yeah. they get into uh, dumpsters and they they step up beer. They and then you have the drunk squirrels monkeys hang out at on. resorts and they steal like uh, the drinks. Like when someone finishes half the cocktail, and, and like down in yeah, that's crazy. Where I is mean, that? I've, Mexico, this is all like the resort places. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, seen places. a video of, monkeys of a drunk squirrel them. that that they somebody had filmed the squirrel getting out of a dumpster. Like I had said, it must have gotten into some alcohol and it tried to must have gotten into. It's like he's trying to explain it to his mom. And he, like, I don't know what happened with the squirrel. It must have gotten beer somewhere or something, but it, it literally went up the power line, and the video just showed the squirrel like all wobbly, and then boom, right down from the power line, the squirrel <gasps> fell. Oh, the squirrel. Damn high rabbits squirrel. would have just Say been squirrel chilling. Real fast. You know? Say squirrel real fast. Squirrel. Squirrel, 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 squirrel. But really, how, how, how much dry or like fresh plant herb do you think the rabbit would have to eat for it to actually get it high? Someone just asked that question, and the fact is that if they're not eating fat, it's not going to get high. It's not going to get that high right? at all. It doesn't activate. Unless they get some milk. Decarboxylation, <laughs> it doesn't occur, and things like that. So yes. I don't know how that's possible. Yes, sir. I think it would just, yeah, they can grind through that stuff. Yeah. yeah so they, rabbit can grind through. Cece used to feed her rabbits. Some, some yeah. Look what Cece made. Look at this. That's good. Mm. Mark, so nice. News, news, news. What's going on? News, news, news. News, 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 news,
Tighter restrictions on marijuana use. Harsha DC pot advocates mellow. Uh, there's a correction in there. I'm gonna harshing people's mellow, bro. Yeah. Don't harsh my mellow. Adam Eidinger <laughs> was flying high. Well, yeah, as that's a my chairman, buddy. that's my boy. You know Adam? Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. Chairman Adam's, of the DC cannabis. Should campaign? we call him up? Ah, uh, uh, if you want to get him on the phone, quick. I, I'll get, no, I can see if we can get him on the show. That would be good. Yeah, right now? Just, yeah, I, just, I mean, I'll try. Okay. Let's see what's. Or then we can have him tell the story. Yeah, but keep talking. We'll let's see. Tell the story. <sighs> tell the story, and I'll see if I can get him on the line, and then we'll. I'll tell this other better DC story. Tell the other now. story first. Exactly. Okay, okay. News, news, news. There you go. News, news, news. News, news, news. You want more news, news, news? I'm checking. News, 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 news. From the Washington Post, DC police return marijuana to arrestee at district station. Here's the new reality of the district's law on legalized pot. Get busted holding two ounces or less of weed, and the cops will give it back to you. It happened Monday night at the 6th District Police Station in Northeast. There was a community meeting of the Fort DuPont Civic Association going on, and some folks were a bit taken aback by what just a few days earlier would have been unthinkable. Council member Yvette Alexander, whose aides saw the transaction, took to Twitter to recount the tale. Wait, her aides saw the transaction? Her aide. Her aide. So a person. Yes. She didn't. Yes. She's not AIDS. No. And, okay. Just, just clarifying. Yep. What's the, what's the call in number again, one more time? <laughs> I always forget. 720310. Not Tad's, just telling me. Tad's. Eight, I'm not dialing in there. 8237. I, I don't want to screw it up. 8237. See, I can't get it. So her aide said the man came in and demanded of the cops, You have my marijuana, you have my weed. The new law, which took effect February 26th, made possession of two ounces or less of marijuana in the district. Illegal recreational activity for those 21 and over. D.C. police can return seized marijuana under various scenarios. Imagine the police catch you with pot and think you're underage. If you prove otherwise, you get your pot back. Can or must? You know. Can. They're going to make it They're cops, buddy. They're probably going to make it hard. They're going to make it hard. They're going to be like, oh, that stuff's been smoked a long time ago. If police sees what they think, that it's more than two ounces and... And learn that it's less, you get your pop back. That's just like Amsterdam was. It was fun. There was like times where they had scales out, and I was like, "Yes, I get my shit back." Because I knew they it was just under. bust you and whip out digis. Yeah, yeah. really? Are there scales? At shows and stuff. They do it too. Well, yeah, I know uh, that. That I've that I've had happen to me personally. They've at a show here specifically when I first when? moved what show? here. What show? It was a reggae show at the summit. Um, and, and they made I sure had, you had more. Like, they less made sure than, I had less than because it was before I had my Colorado ID. It was all that stuff. So they made sure they pulled out a scale in front of me, sat it on the bar, and weighed my my herb to make sure that it wasn't more because I was flaunting it. They caught me out rolling a joint with a big bag. So they wanted to be <laughs> well. There you go. That's the whole <laughs> but, thing. But that I they, mean, still, like, we just moved to Colorado. Hey, I got yeah. a big bag of weed, Ooh, and I'm rolling a joint. Definitely being in front a dumbass because yeah, I mean, I had just and they're uh, like, hey, dickhead, had just moved here. Hey, dickhead, yeah, we're gonna yeah. try to fuck you now. If that's pretty much. If we yeah. They dickheaded you. So what's going on? Do we have Adam or am I telling a story? Or is he telling a story? Uh, we got six minutes left in no. news, news, news. Do it. Hey, let's do, news. Yeah, let's do something else. Yeah, do the other thing. Yeah, yeah, do you have news? I'll, uh, I'll get something. You get something? Yeah, no other news? Let me know when you pull something. What was that article that Adam was in? Adam was in the news today. Oh, right about oh, the, news, was it news, news, news. Yeah, I'm the, represent, I'm the poster hey, boy. News, 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 news. It's a Guardian. It was in the Guardian. So maybe maybe actually UK Cure has seen it. You never know. Yeah, Cure Cure might have seen it. He may have seen it. He may have said, "Hey, there's my friend Adam, look, pretending to be from Uruguay or something." Like, no, I'm not from Uruguay. It says in the caption that but, yeah, you're a seed dealer or something. Oh, seed a, dealer. Yeah, it's seed really, dealer. They they make it sound like I don't know how they make it sound shady, but they make it sound shady. Of course. 
Uh, they made me sound shady. I right, and they just take pictures that don't have anything to do with the story. And that bothers me too. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's definitely taken out of context. Yeah. What else do we That's get the here? Way. News. So, oh, uh, is there, is there, come on, there was something else. No big news. I thought you had it all lined no, up. No, that was all the news I had. Oh, man. The rabbits were good, though. The rabbit was so dumb. The rabbit story is so dumb that it was just like, that was one of those things that stood out in my brain. Like, <laughs> I said, how could they even, how could you go to the Congress or whatever? Who are they standing in front of? How could you do that? It would be like the most, you'd think your career is over at that point, right? Wouldn't you? Just everyone looked at you like. No, they get promotions, man. They're like, oh, that was a good one right there. You want this one? Yeah, it was good. I mean, okay, I got you, one. That's about the same level. Yeah, it's about yeah, it's on it's, the same it's ridiculous exact same level. Because he said you're addicted to vegetables. Hey, Everybody's addicted. News, news, From Raw Story, Pat Robertson, smoking pot is quote slavery to vegetables, but God can set you free. <laughs> yes. Yes, slavery to vegetables. Televangelist Pat Robertson said on Monday that people who smoked marijuana, used cocaine, or consumed alcohol had been enslaved by vegetables. God gave you and me as human beings authority. He gave us dominion over everything on this earth. Yes. The TV preacher explained on Monday, 7 it's awesome. Over all the animals, all the snakes, all the birds, all <laughs> the plants. He separated snakes from animals. All like, the vegetables. Right, like it doesn't like a snake's not an animal. Snake's well, not they're animal. created on different days. <laughs> Cocaine is the product of a vegetable. Yeah, Alcohol is. is the product of a vegetable. And marijuana is a, a vegetable. vegetable. He said it is. And yet. No, it's the best. It is a vegetable. And yet. And I to laugh. People are enslaved to vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> and you were made in the image of God. God made you in his image to reign and rule with him. He gave you incredible authority. Right. And like. Incredible. Why, and why would were... you become a slave to a vegetable? Why? Why, <laughs> why would you do it? Why? That's what Robertson that said that he had seen, quote. A lot of stuff in his lifetime, so he understood that people had a lot of problems. And God Almighty is obviously the deliverance. Your slavery to vegetables, he can set you free, he insisted. So so we are slave, we're slaves to vegetables. Well, the, everybody's slave The irony is that the United States and Department of Agriculture officially classifies cannabis not as a vegetable. Of course it's not. As, <laughs> as an herb. Of course it's not a vegetable. And, and again, That's the first part that I had to laugh at the most. No matter <laughs> what you believe in or, like, you know, religious-wise or whatever, the first... Two life forms that were on this earth for any reason. I mean, nine times out of ten, people <laughs> are going to tell get, you. This is going to get people, really, well, no, this is really no, there's nothing, good. There's nothing good about it. If you ask nine out of ten people, I guarantee you nine of them will tell you that they, they were herbivores. The first planets, the first vegetables. beings on this planet vegetables. ate herbs. And that was that. So vegetables. And that was that. And that's that. They, they were, though. The first dinosaurs were herbivores. They ate, they ate yeah. vegetables and grass. They didn't, vegetables. Have, they didn't have herbivores because oh. there weren't other creatures. So they, they, didn't, they didn't have, have carnivores because car- there weren't other creatures. So the first thing on here were slaves to the fucking vegetable, too. So that guy can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a great argument. Right Pretty much there. how I feel about <laughs> that, that. That was a great one. Yeah. All right. So now we know Kids that they're corner. both it's retarded. Right there. Yeah. Oh, dude, someone spotted me. I got. I was celeb spotted. Really? Oh, nice. Just <laughs> ran into Mitch and also from the Adam Dunn Show at a random bagel shop in Denver. This place is better than Hollywood. Oh, man. There you go, <laughs> so dude. I have, I have some news. I have a little. There's a little, news. That was hey, news. Let's a little news. News, 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 I was telling Adam earlier today, I caught some heat <laughs> from an Instagram post I made yesterday that I quickly had to remove. Oh, yeah. I did. posted an, inst- an Instagram video first thing in the morning um, of me taking a dab and blowing the smoke in Duke's face, who was, like, laying right next to me. And I'm pretty sure that it had to be maybe 
maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, I had Peter was Peter was blown up. Yeah, he got Peter out. Peter. Somebody tagged IMB for hashtag Peter. Yeah. So I'm assuming somebody from Peter was looking at Peter hashtags and Insane. saw my video. Insane. I mean, ten minutes later, I had I had, he had heat angry up. comments he had on my Pam Instagram, Man and I just, on, I just how, the video. Down. How angry? Was Pam Man's me, boobs on your telling head? Telling me how I that <laughs> I should not be allowed to own my pet because I was I was blowing smoke in his face and it's very harmful for him. I mean, you were enslaving people, him to vegetables. Right. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I was enslaving him to vegetables. He is a dog, and you can't make yeah. him a slave to vegetables. So Thanks, Peter, for making me take my picture down or my video down. You're, now you're gonna get real heat. What do you think I'm getting? We have 50 seconds before we got Greg. Can you Greg DeHote is gonna call you. Throw that last news up because he can't. He can't. What last news? I did it. Did you do Adams also? That was Adams. Oh, I'm gonna do it. Okay, okay. News, 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 news. Nice. Adam Eidinger was flying high as chairman of the D.C. cannabis campaign. He helped spearhead the push to legalize marijuana in the nation's capital. When the law went into effect Thursday, he retreated to his campaign headquarters and took a victory toke. Then another and another. Now, just a few days later, Eidinger is feeling low. On Tuesday, the D.C. Council passed emergency legislation offered by Mayor Muriel E. Bowser that Eidinger says will undermine some provisions of the original law and hamper further liberalization of marijuana use. Mm. Bowser's legislation doubles down on restricting marijuana use to the home, making clear that the prohibition on smoking outdoors doesn't mean that any old indoors will do. You won't be allowed to smoke inside any business registered with the city, not in a nightclub, private club, Hotel, bar, or restaurant, to name a few. This is nice nonsense, your buddy yeah. says. People yeah. who want to grow and smoke marijuana are tired of living like criminals. What do you think? What's sounds like here. Sounds like here. Let's get him. We should, this is a long article, so I'm not yeah. going to keep reading we'll, it. No, we'll get him, we'll get him here. I mean, All right. This is a whole other... All right, Cure, here up. Oh. I'll message the man. You're on. You can oh, Skype him. Can you just Skype call him? I'd, uh, no, I'd rather receive the call. We'd than, rather than receive. Than make it. It's my catcher. No, no. <laughs> no, I just don't want to put too much stress on the CPU. So if we can receive the call instead of having to try to dial out, that'd be great. There you go. CPU. It's always been CPU with those yeah. with those guys. It's always the CPU with these fucking guys. Dude. It's always that. It's always, always that. CP fucking you. CP fucking you. <laughs> I see you pee. Remember uh, that? I cup. I cup. Oh, oh. <laughs> you look like you're really enjoying that. <laughs> So, uh, tell us, tell, tell us, us global uh, cannabis uh, activism, Adam. Well, it's, it depends where you live. Obviously, if you live somewhere where it's really necessary, then you may become super active and or totally not active because you're so scared. Where are they like? Is there places that they crap crack down like super hard? Crap, I crack, crack down. Yeah, of course. All, like on on activists, not even on. Oh, I you mean, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, like in know, Russia, if you protest for you weed, crack? will they yeah. like oh, hit yeah. you with sticks and I like bet put they you will. in jail? <laughs> Oh, there it is. It's that sound. UK Cure. Is that you? Are we live? Oh, it's going down, UK. Cure, do we have you? Uh-oh. Oh, you can't hear us, but we have you. But we're fixing that, buddy. Hold on. Oh, it's so bad. The UK is a terrible place. <laughs> Beatboxing? <laughs> that, that was like d- drum and bass right there or something. So he's either at a party. <laughs> wow. I had to take the headphones off. I was like, brah, 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 brah. sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, he's good. He can, he can hear us now. He's good as long as he comes okay. back in. Okay, try that. Where he said he couldn't hear anything. Yeah, One more time. And He's going to try that again. Bring that down a little bit. Though. Yeah, so we'll, we'll lower cure. There, there we, we go. go. He's so, calling on the Skype. Good. 
Hey, buddy. How's it going? Uh, ah, that's much better. Uh, that's much better. Better. Were you were you beatboxing before? What was going that on was there? That? that was crazy. Oh no, I wish I could do that. It yeah. sounded like there was a car engine going past, so <laughs> I don't know. It was like maybe it was distorted and in eight eight bit. Yeah, it was pretty, <laughs> Back pretty crazy. Hey Ben, hey hey Ben, my friend. Yeah, not too bad. Um, keeping on top of things, there's a there's quite a quite a lot of uh, media propaganda going on at the moment. It's really for madnessville in the UK. Um, skunk is killing everyone. Yeah, yeah, everyone. I, I know you guys. I'm surprised you're still alive. I mean, Jesus, you I know, with all the skunk, with all the smoke? skunk you've been smoking, my God, <laughs> how you survive? It's amazing. Um, but yeah, I know they they, 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 they they never stop over there, do they? They've always been pretty retard, you know, real ridiculous. I should say. We got our own station. You can they've literally somewhere. just done a cannabis week uh, in the in the media, uh, where they've thrown everything out. There was a study that uh, come out saying that skunk is is much worse than a uh, than hash it's uh which is you know a, a strange concept mm-hmm. um uh but they've they've just done this program called drugs live the cannabis trials where they got this um 67 year old tv presents uh, who obviously doesn't blaze up very much um to vaporize two full volcano bags of edricam which i think you can can you confirm that super silver haze adam um I don't know if you... Yeah, it is nowadays. Yeah, no, it wasn't before, but it is now. What is it? What is it? Yeah. The, the bedrock. And... They, they, they got the home office... Yeah, the, the Dutch medical cannabis strain. Like they got a home office license to import it and uh, and give it, give it to these people for this uh, live TV trial, and he freaked out, and he he said it felt like his soul had been wrenched from his body, and it was worse than being in a war zone. So you can imagine how that went down uh, uh, with the public. I feel like if you'd never blazed and you ripped two vape bags of... Like you, good super you, silver haze. You're not gonna feel like that. You're gonna feel it could be overwhelming. It could be overwhelming. Yeah, but I mean, it's like they really bring in the weakest of the weak, don't they? When yeah, they do no, this, no, no. it's like we had the Metzard Maureen Dowd situation. So we've we've got we've got the similar. Yeah, it was, yeah similar. Totally that. It was totally that. <laughs> so so for our American listeners, who are most of our listeners, we got a couple UK listeners, and, and hopefully we have more today with a celebrity <laughs> such as yourself on here. But um, you know, for for our regular listeners. We don't really know what the skunk weed controversy is all about. Help us break. So as I get it, and I think this is one of the first things I asked you when we met was like, what is skunk weed? Is, do you guys really have this? Actually, the first thing I asked you is what is a whitey? Because that seems like a peculiarly British yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You do. You, do uh, you are. Now, it's actually been like, people don't call it a whitey since this happened. They call it, oh, you pulled a John Snow because that was the reporter that effectively <laughs> pulled a whitey. Um, so, yeah. So he did. He, oh, so he had thing. a whitey. On TV, that's he awesome. Pretty, pretty much, he was he was just like shaking. He's like, I, you know, I don't I don't really know what to do. It's uh, he it was he compared it to like being, you know, he he said Gaza was more bearable than than skunk. So it's just uh, it's it's a demonic word that the media and the government have latched onto, um, to to anything that's high THC and low CBD and grown under lights. Which is a crap classification. It just makes no sense because we, like, we all know that it's, you know it's genetics that determine whether it's got THC and CBD in it. And just to say one plant is skunk just because it's got THC in it, it's, yeah. it's just stupid. It's yeah. a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a brand name, really, isn't it? They, they even mentioned that Dave Watson uh, brought skunk over to Europe um, oh, on, on it, and they did a little, they did a little animation of him like as a hippie, like really? dancing across, dancing across the globe. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, it was funny, but that, what they didn't say was that um, Dave Watson, Sam Skunkman, also um, 
sold the seeds to GW Pharmaceuticals. So the skunk that they're saying is bad is actually medical cannabis, which is what they're saying is good. Right, right. So it's a classic, classic example. And I mean, and and, and that's the funny part with with GW is that they they've been doing it for a while, and it's always kind of blown my mind that like you know. The UK, it's so unsophisticated when it comes to cannabis with other, you know, within the general population. Like, you know, people had to, you know, kind of to a, to a level. There was a, a moment in time, I think, because uh, I remember when, like, the late 80s, they were kind of lenient enough that they didn't really pay attention. There was enough people growing it that kind of got away with it, and no one seemed to really care. But then it kind of now, it's like, yeah, it's, it's chaos, you know, <laughs> as far as, like, you know, nobody's grown good because everybody's scared and nobody's paying attention, and it's very hard to find. And there's still a few few professional growers. Right. Oh, we, we lost, lost him. Yeah, yeah, he hung up on his call. Sorry, we lost you there. I don't know how long I was talking about myself. <laughs> Greg, do we have you back? No. How do you say we, the UK are pretty unsophisticated? It's just all... So he hung up. He got pissed. Yeah, yeah you got have, all mad. You got mad. We also have Brian Rubin calling in right now. Oh, Brian Rubin. Who's, Let, um, we talking, we can tell him to call back. Um, yeah, that's my friend from, uh, he's also lived in Amsterdam, so. We'll, we'll bring him we'll, in. We'll bring him in. Yeah, Brian, give us a call back, pal. We'll call, we'll about, yeah, give us a call back in about 10 minutes, Brian. Yeah. We'll have Brian right after this. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely worth having on the show. Cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, we were just saying how, like, the growers there aren't really, you know, putting too much money towards the grows because they're, you know, like, never sure if it's going to be lasting long or, you know what I mean? Yet GW has been there for how, how many years? About not ten years they've been running. Since 1998, so like 98, you yeah, know, so. getting up, getting on for twenty years now. Um, <laughs> twenty years and, even, it's amazing. And, and, I mean, they've they've been doing all the all, all the tests, you know, testing cannabinoids, been popping thousands of you know seeds, buying up genetics from all over the place, um, and you know they've they've got a lot of patents being put out there, and it's all happening under our nose, and no one seems to be you know too bothered about it, you know, crazily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of people growing in the, in the the UK, but they're not like over there. Like when I came out to Denver in 2011, uh, it was overwhelmingly heady. Like people, you know, got up and did their shit. Um, over here, people like um, they 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 find it hard to to push it forward. Really, I think it's and I think that's what's really kept it um, kept it held back. People haven't um, sort of like taken the ball by the horns and really you know said we want this. But I think it, you know, you you had it out there, and um, and well, you're obviously seeing the results of it now. And we're trailing behind. And, yeah, and yeah. where is it at? Is the tide turning? You're all pulling whiteies. You're all pulling whiteies. Whiteies, whiteies all over. I mean, whiteies all over town. I feel they like I've smoking, seen. They were smoking like fake hash for years. Not well, I say fake hash. It was soap bar, so the quality was like ridiculous. It had black bags in it, and you know, literally diesel, not the real diesel, not the real strain diesel, actual like petrol diesel. Um, record scrapings and vacuum cleaner bags emptied out into it and people were smoking that and thought it was you know hash um it's only in the last sort of 10 years that the 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 market has changed from you know from predominantly like traditional hash and and shitty soap bar hash into uh you know high grade you know what they're calling skunk which is skunk is just high grade cannabis um it's medicinal you know what you term as medicinal cannabis um, we don't really have a concept of you know uh, lows, mids, and highs over here um, because it, you get what you're given. The market has not demanded a better product. It's taken the, the shitty, wet, soggy, undried, uncured, unmanicured buds in you know crappy ten bags, uh, and uh, you know for for twenty quid, you 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 know people still call it an eighth, but they don't get an eighth. They get one point five, and it's utter bollocks. It won't you, if you leave it out of the bag for. A, for an hour it'll go down to a gram 
Um, it's not, you know, not been finished properly. It's not been flushed. People accept that. Uh, but that, that's the, you know, that's the mass of the market. Things have got better, I'd say, in the last three years. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot easier to find uh, a lot of nugs, uh, you know, different strains, and even CBD um, cannabis. And you know, when I came back from America, it was non impossible to to get CBD genetics. Um, but uh, we've, you know, a lot, a lot of that's down to the like, improvements, down to the hard work we've done, like getting the cannabis social clubs up and running. We've got like nearly a hundred little um, social clubs, like, little groups around the country now, like that's you know, good for themselves and distributing cannabis at low, at low, you know, affordable price. You know, at a fair, fair trade really. Sure. And um, we can't, we can't do a commercial like model yet. So we've sort of written a guidelines for people to start their own cannabis social club, as they did in Spain 15 years ago. And uh, hopefully we can position ourselves when they do try and bring in legislation to say, hey, we've already got something going on. Yeah. What was, the, what was that original guy that was downtown that was uh, just blatantly growing weed in the windows of his place? And it's kind of famous. There was a dude, kind of a, another eccentric dude in London. Do you know what I'm talking about? Tony's Holistic Center. Was yeah. it that guy? It might have been. It might yeah, have he's, been. Bringing, he's bringing in like kilos from um, Switzerland as well, I think. Yeah, back in the day. And it was just like he went nuts. And just Didn't he give like a bouquet of cannabis to the queen or something? Like when she yeah, was I mean, that, was a, that was Colin Davies. That was. Colin he Davies, opened yeah. the yeah, first coffee shop in, um, in Manchester back in... Uh, 2001 with Noel Van Schaik. Yeah, he used to come to the. Is that the guy in the wheelchair or that's the other guy? Uh, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure Colin's in a wheelchair. Um, no, I don't think there's, he is. There was another guy. Used, or, another little uh, activist that used to come. I forget his name. Another guy was really cool. Just come back. Because Amsterdam was, oh, you know, that was that was like obviously with a, the vacation land for all the people who would fight in the fight. Would come to Amsterdam and feel the freedom, you know, and hang out at the CIA. And that was our, our, you know, basically the difference was. The Americans who came there were really there to buy seed and kind of like on a big mission. UK kind of, they always wanted it. They didn't have enough money and they were barely, you know, could barely make it like back and forth. I don't know. You know, there wasn't that many big growers. It was all like smaller growers, but like very passionate people. Uh, but- there is, yeah, there's always been a difference between the, like the American, like the, the American like weed game and the, the British weed game. Like over here, there it's there's a lot, there's a lot more consumer and yeah, there's a lot more consumers. They're the kind of people that get involved with the activism. Yeah, the business people stay involved with the business. They don't like to associate with anything to do with. Um, like the the activism side of things, or like the promotion well, yeah. side I of mean, things, making it legal. They've got no, they really do not have an interest in making it legal. Like they they're happy to carry on doing it the way they're doing it. Otherwise, they would have, you know, you know, they would have kicked up a bit of support for us. Now, in the last five years, they've been, you know, been sticking our necks out. What's well, the difference also between smoking hash and smoking weed? And we we had the ability to grow. You know, somebody's growing it, or they're importing it. And you know, we kind of got. You know, if you live near California, then you were definitely not smoking. <laughs> You know, Mexi weed, unless you were just low, low, low on the totem pole and not really caring. So you easily could get access to some decent weed. And then, you know, UK, it was kind of like to get good weed, it was always like a real struggle. You had to be pretty high up there. You, to you, get you it didn't. Not step you up. got a uh, soap bar all day long, you know what I mean? Shitty hash. And then you could get good hash, but that was always expensive. And that's, so, you know, so it was really like I wouldn't, you know, necessarily feel comfortable hanging out with friends there smoking because everybody smoked with tobacco. And I'd just be like, you know, by my, by yeah, my, I had to bring my own weed or bring my own anything. You know how it was always, you know. So, but you know, I think now it's a little different. I can definitely vouch for a few friends of mine. Well, who it's are killing there. people like once a week. I'm well, saying. everyone's dying, right? So yeah. they're all. How many people are left in UK? <laughs> I don't think you guys have very many left. 
so how frequently <laughs> how frequently is the media putting out a story saying that cannabis kills someone every day almost they is it daily they know it's clickbait now that cannabis stories are clickbait they're, they're, they know that globally i think but, but the, the media but that's... i think there's a reason media sources have survived online is because like because they've just published a lot of shit let's be honest yeah is because yeah. they're posting cannabis yeah. stories um, they, they literally get the most shares we get i i'm like i chair the uk csc the cannabis social clubs and i'm on the board for normal so we get emails from media quite a lot asking for stories a lot of the time we you know we don't go for them because they're looking to try and make cannabis consumers out to be stupid but the you know the occasional one we um we get and we you know we go through for, through with it but just with it's even stories about us they're just you know every month there's a, a big cannabis story um you know that attention can be drawn to at some point we actually going back to the point you made there about like um not being able to get much over here like, like i say it's, it's changed quite a lot we actually export more cannabis than we import now apparently nice um, really where, yeah where the hell's it going like, <laughs> yeah to where probably, probably like ireland and uh, uh but um i i have heard you know there's a there are a few other countries in europe that um that have got you know a little bit stricter um, prohibition on growing that um, that a lot of the weed sort of like ends up going out to. So um, interesting. Just, there, there are there are quite a lot of sort of like you know boot, I, I I call it like boutique growers because they can't they grow like they grow good sort of like elite strains mm-hmm. um, and, and good genetics but on a small scale they haven't got you know they can't grow enough to appeal to a mass so they got a, they they just do small growers but they, the, the the cost of it is ridiculous in some places like london people will pay you know happily pay 360 pound to renounce not happily but <laughs> they'll pay it is that 720 um, bucks still how much is that american it's like 700 bucks man for an ounce for an ounce and how is it compared to flour here or it's not as good it's no 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 this is for that kind of stuff you're paying you're getting the you know your top shelf stuff okay and i've you know i, I i'm not gonna sort of like uh i'm not gonna name names but uh no, sure there's you know you know recent cup winners you know that have uh that have you know you know able to sort of like get that for their get that for their nugs over here i know well, i would pay personally i think <laughs> i think uh i think a number of people in our chat room are looking at moving to london right now uh Oh, yeah, now they're hearing that's what they can get off their ounces. So well, there, there are um, there, you can get ounces cheaper. You can get your stuff for you know two forty. It's, it's, it's mid, and you know you know it, there's good quality stuff out there, but you you do have to hunt it down. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's however much you like bag appeal. How 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 strict are you going to be on it? Like most people, most people I know now are just smoking oils and uh, doing so in pens and you know just you know travel rigs. It's uh, oil has just made a massive uh, sweep over. Well, that's, that's a good thing, yeah, subject to jump uh, over to. Is it, yeah, is that, so that is big in the UK? What's the scene like I would there? expect so, because yeah. they're all high smokers to begin with. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's, and it's just, it, it's so much more discreet. You can get away with it. I vape on the, you know, I vape my oil pen on the train constantly. I'm not driving at the moment. We've got trains connected all over the place. You don't drive the train at the moment? You don't drive the train while you're vaping? You're not driving the train? I thought you'd drive the train. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> if I'm vaping, I'm always driving a train. Yeah, you should like, drive the, the train time. while you're vaping. I this only drive a train cooler. when I vape. Yeah, that's, someone's gonna make that into a pin, surely. 
So yeah, I mean, is the is the social scene out there, and what is the general social like? What's the general man on the street attitude? We're getting we're getting the like the, the social scene going. We're trying to get events going in you know every region of the country, like something happening at least once a month. It's not a big place, the UK. Um, people people don't like to travel as much in the UK on, on a daily basis. But you as, guys uh, travel for soccer or football. You guys will go like oh, all you the go way for to the raves. other side. You'll go, if you'll there's go something for, going you, on. You right? go for raves or football or some. You know, so I'm sure you'll get people to move around. No, the cannabis community is picking up. There are a lot of events coming up. We have we make sure we have a lot of because we've not got venues that will accept us. Uh, you know, to to do smoke ups in. So we have have like outdoor events and uh, the police aren't pushed putting too much pressure on us. They don't come and like shut them down or anything like that. Um, but they're getting like bigger turnouts every year, a couple of hundred people, uh, some of them, um, which is, you know, it's just positive. And people are bringing their rigs out and, uh, you yeah, know, no, that's, and awesome. dabbing, that's definitely awesome. Uh, dabbing out on like, even, even on the global cannabis March last year, people had their rigs and their torches <laughs> going along during the March. Nice. That was, uh, that's cool. It was quite cool. Yeah. So is there, but, uh, is there's accessibility to concentrates out there? Generally speaking. People get people are buying it like off the dark net. People are getting it from uh, Amsterdam. Sure, and it's there's, easier. You know, to like, transport. There's, there's, I know six, five or six people with closed loop systems over here in the UK, and there's and there's quite a few people with like uh, vacuum, like across international ovens and, and bits and pieces. Like people are stepping up. Like I think once they realise that once you know they once they can get on it, that it's uh, it's it's quite easy to sustain if they if they put the resources there. But I think it's <laughs> it's what I when I was out in America like oil seems to kick things up like a, a gear like people seem to step up to the plate with that and this is the first time i've really seen it happen in the uk uh, on such a scale like people have gone damn i want that i think instagram's probably had a quite a bit to do with that sure um like amount of, amount of sharing like, and how quick uh, quick it is like just the, the knowledge uh sharing and gaining is um is is really good I'm so happy you said that, Greg, because I was talking earlier today about how I saw something on Instagram a couple of days, and Mitch was like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's on Instagram. It must be true." But I mean, nowadays, it usually is the case. I mean, that's social media networking is is somewhere that somebody can put something like you said immediately and, yeah. and get it to absolutely anywhere they want, from Europe to America to South Africa to wherever they want. I was just following a thread on the 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 Ryzen technique. You know, the people are, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? Um, like live resin, and, and yeah, yeah, so, like the live resin, yeah. fresh frozen stuff. Yeah, and, and and people are saying, is this legit? And they're just saying, yeah, just check the hashtag on uh, on Instagram. On Instagram. And it's yeah. just like, okay, that's the new Wikipedia. I, mean, I guess really, a picture does it, say yeah, a thousand words, really, and especially if it's from. I mean, there's a lot of people on there now that. Um, even like the major companies out here in Colorado have Instagram. So they let people know when they're doing drops at dispensaries, they send pictures of their process. Um, so like you were saying, you can literally hashtag live resin or hashtag fresh frozen and pretty much learn how to do it. Just and from definitely see the it. quality. Are you right. seeing it impact the standards for quality in the UK? Kind of the, that far from the, yeah, the yeah. center. That's, that's what's coming up. Like, um, quite a lot now people are actually going uh, like, because there's more social events coming, they people are actually seeing the knives live in front of them as well. So they're yeah. going, ah, oh. they're looking at it compared to theirs, which they thought was good when they were bringing it, and they're like, ah, oh. okay. And like, uh, we're able to improve quality of oil by going, actually, now have a dab of this. This is, you know, this is what cup winning oil tastes like. We've been, uh, you know, been lucky to get out of uh, quite a bit of the OCD stuff recently. So we've been giving people a lot of like um, different flavors that they wouldn't normally get over here, and they're starting to sort of like open their mind up to saying, oh shit amnesia and cheese aren't the only strains out there yeah yeah and are you seeing as a result of that you know uh 
people demanding better from their sources, and are you seeing them sort of uh, ask or shooting for higher standards in their own production? Um, yeah, I think people are people want to improve because everyone wants the everyone wants the credibility, don't they? And they want to be able to if like if they're hyping something that's shit, they're just not gonna they're not gonna get the respect they want. Um, so people are starting to put in the you know the hard work because it's all on show now and uh if you're not putting it on show you 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 feel left out i guess um it's that the, the uh, social media is like has been a huge um benefit to us in like the really sort of like prohibited countries because it's it has helped connect people a lot more just by putting like uk cannabis society or, or or I don't know. On uh, on Instagram, you can hook up with you know loads of people, and you can always find someone in your area. The amount of people I know that have met you know just randomers online just from a you know from a hashtag. That's how I started this whole cannabis thing. Really, is uh, is um, is by getting on Twitter and 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 just finding other people. I, it's when I found uh, you know I came across like the first sort of like earwax in two thousand and nine. I think I was seeing that stuff. And that's what's awesome about, uh, you know, like Twitter and uh, Instagram's not as lenient as Twitter is. But I mean, Twitter, you can post pictures of, uh, of of anything you want and they won't they don't nobody flags them. They can't be taken down for any reason unless it's like child pornography or things of that nature. But you can on Instagram, I mean, on Facebook right away, if you post pictures of anything that's illegal, whether it be uh, herbs, blowing or, uh, smoke um, into a dog's face. Yeah, blowing into a dog's face, which oh, doesn't work out well. terrible. But, uh, but that's what's great about Instagram is because, like you said, you, you started seeing pictures in 2009 of the first earwax when if, if that maybe had gotten posted on Facebook and Instagram hadn't been around, you might not have seen that because it might have been up and thank God. taken down. So thank oh, God for man. Social, I'm sorry. I'm just on this. I'm just happy he said You're something just, about social media because I was given a hard time. You know what's I'm funny about social media, social media and Ryan? Yeah, yeah he's not bunch. doing our social media. Yeah, I know. I don't do. I don't handle. We no, lost we, Greg. We lost Greg. He didn't want to hear about social media. Yeah. He didn't want to hear about this social media. I bet, I you'll bet call he'll call back. back. So, trying to get. Uh, what are you trying to get, Adam? You can talk into the mic. It's okay. Everybody can hear. No, I'm trying they, to get, they, I'm trying to get my other friend down in Jamaica to give us like because he was hanging out with the Westmoreland uh, crew. Those guys are nice. And I figured we. They, do you know Milo? I think I got Milo's number. Milo from where? From, from the England? Italian Milo? guy in Jamaica. Oh, no, Milo. Jesus, right? My dog Skip. Is that like what? I don't, what? Milo. The mask. Uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Matt Riot asks if he was if you're the Ryan guy that you say he was he who says Matt Riot was mean to him. You told me Matt Riot was mean to you. I never said Matt Riot. I've yes, never even did. met Matt. Well, that's what he said. <clears throat> no, Matt was um, the only thing that I had any connection with. Matt was the old guy from. Uh... Hey, Greg. The old guy from Dixie who was what? taking who, when I walked into Dixie the first time to start there, they had a hemp temp in working. Um, okay, the, the whole right. Right. but there's there's convoluted, convoluted, yeah, convoluted. convoluted. Do we have you back, Greg? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm back. Sorry, I don't know. What, 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 <laughs> it's I all the fog. It's all the fog gets into the yeah, wires. Fog and gets stuff. in the wires. The shire. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how's the weather? Yeah. No, so, <laughs> tell so, us how the weather is over there. Is you great? guys have a scene coming up, and and is there how? First of all, how does the public respond to it, and then how does the law enforcement respond to it? Those are kind of the the ultimate questions, I guess, for a cannabis activist, right? Uh, um, I have been approached by several uh, police crime commissioners around the country, uh, so the, the people in charge of the budget, of how, you know, how they spend money in their force, um, and how to how to uh, you know deal with cannabis. Uh, in their areas, they know that there are problems caused by Vietnamese gangs, 
and uh, they you know charging four hundred pounds an ounce up in the the northeast, you know, for for sort of like it's just strange like cherry AK and stuff like that. But people they, there's hype around it, so people want it, and they know that the money's going to you know into bad you know uh, for bad uses. They know it's, there's uh, people trafficking and uh, uh, weapons trafficking involved in like these uh these international organisations. So they come to us to say like what what's the best way to to do with this, and because we've got a sort of uh, the, the cannabis social club model we're sort of educating them on that they think that's a much better idea um politically it's hard to get anything uh you know said in public but there's a lot of uh, mps that support uh you know regulation you know whatever form it, it is in i don't think they've made their mind up yet but they, they know that change needs to be made um and I, what else did you ask me then and then and then how is it i mean we just read the survey that 58 percent of americans americans americans, said americans. americans <laughs> support legalization where's it at over there what is the average person's 16, opinion you're at 16 percent just like we were. It's, a, it's actually about 69 percent what what really <laughs> 77% of MPs, members of parliament, 77 want to, want to of the legalize members? it, but there's no budge. Like the government say that the drugs policy is working. When it How comes does to your a, government a work in, there? Is this, does this have to do with the monarchy? Is that why you can't do something here? I, I actually think cannabis legalization is scheduled out in the UK, and it is only, it now really is only a matter of time because the you know the the cat's been let out of the bag over in America. They're just seeing how things work. They're going to plan it out. I think this this Skunk propaganda is all, you know, uh, you know, trying to prepare media to say because basically they came out and said, said, you know, traditional cannabis and hash is is okay. It's it's a skunk is with skunk is with skunk is with skunk is with skunk is.